1: It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL.
2: It's awesome. We, we really appreciate it. We have great fans every home game. Unbelievable support in Texas. We just want to thank, say thank you to Al Nation, the Boca community, Palm Beach community, all of South Florida. You guys have been great.
3: A hero's welcome Yay. on Sunday for the FAU Owls. Men's basketball team, heartbreaking loss, but what a season. And now they're on the map.
4: You know what? And that's that's all it took. Yeah. Was that uh, trip to the Final Four put them on the map? It made them the Cinderella team. I think more people across the globe were probably cheering for FAU to beat uh, San Diego, but uh, unfortunately, it didn't happen. Two seconds left. Guy takes a pop from the top of the. Uh, oh key, my um, goodness! Like, no, he's not going to go in. Swish. I think like, we all watching uh, this game had the reaction. No, it was horrible. Well, this was going to mul- make for a great lifetime movie.
3: And just that will be one of those. You know how they have like the hype reels on CBS when they're promoting and starting to, Night. you know, next year's March Madness.
4: That'll be one of those highlight reels forever. It's going to be like the uh, the thrill of victory, the agony <laughs> yeah, of defeat. That poor right. jumper getting trashed coming off the jump and skis. That's why we love sports. It's like yeah, that's what it was. It sounded like this. It's Butler
5: with two seconds.
1: He's got a.
3: Listen, as heartbreaking as that uh, was, what a shot!
4: It was a great shot. So you know, we'll see what happens. They take on UConn, which was uh, Miami was no match for them. I felt bad for you, Miami,
3: at uh, the campus yesterday when the buses came back. They asked Dusty May what was going through his mind when the ball was in the air, oh. it, and he's completely honest about
2: a it. A range of emotions. He made a big time shot. Uh, you just hope it was after the after the after the uh, the, the buzzer, but when they showed the, the replay on the big screen, it, we realized it wasn't. And uh, a tough way to end the season, but we've been on the other end of several of those this year, so it balances out. I like
4: that guy a lot. Okay, what is, what is the rule? As long as it's out of his hands yep. before the buzzer yep. blows? Okay. So he's
3: made the shot, it's in the air, and it was...
4: I was halfway there. It was picture
3: yeah. perfect. Is that You know how they have the super uh, slow-mo? It's in the air, it's about at the arc, the, the backboard lights up. Time's out. Oh, my God. Swish. <laughs> it was it's like, unbelievable. Oh, my
4: God. It was wow. a great shot, really was. Wow. Well, apparently
3: okay. ratings for this thing. And I'm sure FAU was a big part of this thing. The tournament got huge response this year.
4: Well, I'm sure it's because of FAU. right? And, and it could also be because of three of the four schools that went to the final four. had never been there before. True. So, right. I mean, it, it it gives everybody the shot that works, that plays at a, a college that isn't an Indiana or a UConn or one of these big East Kentucky. You get, an, you get, you get the ability to say, hey, we can actually win this now. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, look at how far you went. That's incredible. It's amazing. What well, they only lose four or five games the entire season? Four, I think. So four? four,
0: four games. Wow. Yeah, and it, it ended up being the final four game was the fourth loss. That's unbelievable. Thirty-five wow. wins this year. That oh, was an incredible season. Good for them.
3: I tell you what, too, because I know the programs look at how a coach will handle like loss like that, which is just heartbreaking. And the first thing he said was, "We're just going to run it back," and he's committed. That may have even put him even more on the fast track to get a major, major college job later on when this contract is out.
4: Yeah, because he's here. Well, didn't, how long did he sign for? I know it's one more year, but didn't they say he's going to stay for a couple of years now?
0: I, that's what the report is. Yeah, they're saying that he was going to sign another extension because he's got one year left on the current contract. So hey,
3: There's always opt-out clauses, though. <laughs> I was going to they In,
4: did that for recruiting purposes.
3: Indiana or Duke comes a-knocking. <laughs> All of a
0: sudden. Actually, Indiana is where he started his coaching career. So. Imagine that dream. Here's, here's
4: yeah. $7 million for your coach. <sighs> Wow. you Want to come to Indiana? Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work that out. Uh, Appetite clause. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's been nice. They
5: well,
3: pay off FAU to take them. They do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Well, here was the uh, <laughs> here was the truth. Social, the uh, tweet that not well truth that came out yesterday. I will be going to believe it or not the courthouse, as the former president confirmed. He's going to return to New York City today. Ahead of the arraignment and uh, branded election interference. He's going to leave PBIA at about noon. He'll get to New York, spend the night at uh, Trump, New York, Trump Tower, New York. And then uh, he's going to be at the courthouse.
4: 2.15 is the arraignment tomorrow afternoon. Uh, I'm sure he'll be there before then. Uh, It's going to be a brief uh, meeting because uh, his his attorney says uh, we're just going to say first we're going to ask for it to be dismissed. We're going to, you know and we're going to challenge it. That's probably going to get denied. And then we're going to say, we want a new venue. Uh, I'm sure that's going to get denied, too. But all this stuff holds it up. So I, I think the big concern is what you brought up earlier, Bill. What if they put a gag order on the former president? And I didn't,
3: wow. That's pretty worrisome. I mean, really, for anybody. Boy, if you look at that, if this doesn't seem crooked to you now, Jeez. you try to gag a, a a guy running for president? And that, I didn't think it was possible until I heard people like Gorka talking about it. Wow. And Roger Stone, but I mean, you know.
4: True. But even, but uh, it's funny because Trump is saying they got to move this because if not, right. how do you expect me to get a fair trial? I got a district attorney who hates me. The yeah. judge hates me. The people hate me. Right. That's impossible. He does, he does make a very valid point. I, and you know the judge is going to say, no, your your motion's denied. You're staying in New York.
3: Here's uh. What to expect a little bit. Joe Takapina. He's I guess he's going to be the lead Trump attorney on this. I like this guy.
5: All the Tuesday stuff is still very much up in the air. The fact that we will very loudly and proudly say not guilty. Hopefully this will be painless and classy as possible for a situation like this.
3: And then the big deal, wow. I think this is even bigger, tomorrow night comes right back home. Get ready for a primetime address from Mar-a-Lago from Trump. 8.15 tomorrow night. He's, this... already, he's already
4: got it down. I'm like, oh my goodness. This is going to be epic. It's, wow. Unless the, So they can't hit him with a gag order now, maybe, if it ever goes to trial. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be held up in court for a while, right? Yeah, so you if they get think? a gag order, th- then they just, oh, of course, they're going to
3: slow walk this thing so we can't talk. Wow. Oh, that's ridiculous.
4: I don't, I don't think they're going to get one. I hope not. That's you know, not right. Everything else has been out in the open. Why would they? I don't know. Did, did he release the 34 counts? Does that get released today?
3: It should, right? Doesn't it have to be public now?
4: Yeah, I would assume. So maybe just before that, we'll all get to hear what he's, uh, he's being charged with officially. But if they can prove at least, a, I think it was Lindsey Graham that was talking about it, leading the, the punch here, uh, that Al, Alvin Bragg, the district attorney, used federal funding. They said that is highly illegal. To use federal yeah. funds to investigate Donald Trump. Right. A political rival. Right. So it, it's they say there's proof of it. So it may, maybe Alvin Bragg does go down in all of this. Who knows?
3: So get this. So the media is working overtime, right? They're setting mm-hmm. up in New York already. They're trying to get access. There's a massive push to allow cameras and live streams in the courthouse ahead of... A possible criminal trial. They're starting already to petition the New York co- courts.
4: It's arbitrary. Judges can just decide, yes or no. And you know this judge is going to say, come on in. Absolutely. Turn the mics on. Dad, <laughs> pick up every word. Pick up every <laughs> every centimeter of video you can. Wow. And you know that's coming. It is. So there's going to be none And you know what? Maybe that works to Trump's advantage. Yeah, maybe. Because the world gets to see what the charges are. You know, again, if I hear one more of my friends say, "I'm so happy he's going down," I'm like, "Oh God, stop!" I
3: don't know if stop. if the, if they did this to Biden, let's say, if the roles were reversed, I'd be just as upset.
4: I guarantee you, just they as do upset. it to anybody. It's not right. No, it's it's you try. This is an I don't easy want way a country get, like this to get rid of a politi- a political opponent by just you know here's an arbitrary charge that's already been found. You know, not. No, no problem whatsoever. And now you're bringing it back up. You do this, you're a banana republic. Immediately, it's a misdemeanor. How did he get it oh, taken this far? It's
3: just insane. That's what I want to know. Unbelievable,
4: craziness.
3: What were some of the uh, What were some of the best pranks from the weekend? We hate pranks personally,
4: but some companies came out with some great ones. I saw this. Listen, I'm thinking, boy, I would have fallen for a bunch of them. I
3: know. <laughs> I know. Me too. It, I think it, I did.
4: Is that Culver's thing? Is that a prank? I'm not sure. Did you see what Culver's is doing? Yeah, it's okay. pretty cool. It's cool. I'm not eating it. I know.
3: (laughs) Get that coming up. What is the uh, security scene like outside that courthouse in Manhattan now that he's uh, made the announcement he's coming? A zoo. Wow. That and a lot more. Coming up next, the East
6: South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. You see the preparations being laid out here for blocks around. Um, in terms of barriers, barrier trucks, uh, and increased enforcement that's only going to ratchet up in the days to come.
3: Yeah. Well, whatever the security they had around that New York courthouse Sunday morning just
4: got multiplied by about 10 okay, so did as they of p- last night. They put that kind of security around Trump Tower, too? No. Or is it just around the courthouse where they're backing people off a block? Unbelievable.
3: That was, uh, by the way, Dermot Shea, former New York City police commissioner. They're, uh, I, they're getting ready for it. Trump announced on Truth Social... Believe it or not, go to the courthouse. So uh, Trump Force One is going to leave PBIA about noonish today and get to New York and
4: getting ready for tomorrow. Was it two p.m.? Two fifteen is when it's officially arraigned, but I'm sure he'll get there a lot sooner. How do they get him in without getting attacked? It's got to be a back thing, right? They would assume as such. I'm sure they, they may. Then again, maybe they don't. In New York make plans for his safe, you know, entrance into the courthouse. We're not going to put the, the handcuffs on <laughs> sir but you're going to walk through that crowd. Yeah, Alvin Bragg's like, "Yeah, it's come through the front door. Don't worry about it. You just we just get this covered." No,
3: you hope there's no trouble obviously. Just go in there. He's not going to stay long. He's going to come back and do the the Mar-a-Lago uh speech tomorrow night, which is going to be amazing. Wow. I, I'm really looking forward to that actually.
4: Who's on at 8:15 on Fox? Is that Hannity? Uh, is that Hannity time? Is I think. Is that Hannity? I think so. I don't know. Because I'm going to say that they carry it. If it's Hannity, he carries it live. Which got us to
3: wonder what the format's going to be like. It's going to be a sit-down kind of deal. Will it be a regular formal press con? He's done
4: those before, like with a podium at, at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, he's he's done all of them actually. He sits in that room that's his office. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. I think this one's going to be outside because there's be. going to be a lot of cameras there. It's already, already answered, announced, right?
0: To answer your question, Jen, it's what, Tucker Carlson at 8 and Hannity at oh, nine. 9. Tucker on at 8? Okay. Right. I always watch so. him later. And then Laura Ingraham's on at
4: 10 o'clock, right there on Fox News. My
3: so, God. <laughs> I'm
4: glad for the lineup. I, I, I always get the Tucker and the the other one mixed up there.
3: What if he does it from the Mar-a-Lago pool? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a hat on, but he's in the shallow end. He's like, Hello. He's got chocolate cake and a dish. As you can see, I'm extremely worried and panicked about the Elvin Bragg indictment.
4: This guy was playing golf this weekend. I, I, he's, he's on a lawn chair. He's like he's like impervious. Nothing nothing it flaps him. I'd be like psychotic.
3: I'll go you one further. I think he's kind of loving this, to be honest with you. Well, he, just, he just proved in one fell sweep. He didn't even have to. They proved it for him. Everything the guy's been saying about all of it everything the democrats have been up to for the past 5 years it's true everything he said he didn't even have to say anymore I know. just show him the picture and that again you know what else is going to happen that mugshot will be on what by mm, by wednesday the shirt will be on that mugshot'll be on
4: t-shirts oh i think he unveils it tomorrow night at the <laughs> at the press conference he might actually be wearing the shirt
3: <laughs> and the hat in the pool damn it <laughs> and he's going to wrap up the press conference and for the low, low donation price of 1995, you can have this beautiful uh, <laughs> black and white T-shirt of my mugshot. You're welcome.
4: You know it's gonna. You know he's gonna unveil it by eight fifteen.
0: Did, did you guys see? I think. Oh, who was it? It was on CNN. It was you know one of those jokesters, one of those clowns on CNNs, and they were actually saying New York, uh, the Manhattan. They they shouldn't release the mugshot because it's gonna be a rallying cry, and they should keep it private. They're actually trying to petition New York City to keep the mugshot private, which tells you, though, Diener, I think they're oh, aware they of the backlash and the potential
3: yeah. for what a disaster this could be, unless they were able to slow walk this thing and put a gag order on him.
1: Mm.
4: I, I, I don't know how you put a gag order on him. I don't know. You I can't I, imagine. Did, I,
3: I did see over the weekend. So part of what Trump's legal team, they brought in a First Amendment attorney as part of the team to make sure that kind of stuff doesn't happen.
4: Because you know they'd love to. Right. That may be the end game. To get him to not talk anymore, it could very well be. But if they let if they let cameras in the courtroom, right, you're going to hear him talk when he gets on the stand because you know they're going to put him on the stand. That Tacopino guy is going to be like, "Okay, Mr. President."
3: Yeah. wow. These are
4: these are interesting times. More people will watch this than the king's coronation. I can guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the biggest thing for for court rate TV there's ever been.
3: And I agree, you know. And I know that I know the prevailing thought so far has been this is just going to be. Even Elon Musk said it. Well, you just bought him four more years in the White House. He's going to win now. Yeah. Unless it becomes that thing with independents and suburban women, where they're like, I just don't want the drama.
4: Which could be a thing. Oh, but you want the drama that goes along with uh, Joe Biden, exactly. or the non-drama because he doesn't do anything. Right. Come on. I'd please. rather have a
3: safe world myself. But you know that that's it, something different.
4: Even when the guy travels, no one knows he's in town. He comes to your city. No one shows up. Well, here's
3: something else we survived over the weekend. Thank God, April Fool's Day. I love when it's on a Saturday. There's I, no radio I, hijinks. <laughs> I I hate
4: stupid pranks. I no, I, there's nothing. <laughs> We're worse not very than, pranky. No, but you know what? Culver. I, I'm not a big fan of Culver's, and, and sorry, Culver's, but there's a, there's a story behind it. But Culver's is testing. They and they announced this yesterday. I'm thinking, are they a day late on April Fool's? Their are char- a new bacon cheeseburger with peanut butter and jelly on it. <laughs> and I went, oh, this is an April Fool's joke. But apparently it's not. And it's it, real? It's real, apparently. Wow. I don't know. It's only been at, at their Wisconsin locations. No word on whether or not it's going to go across the country. But apparently somebody said it t- It costs a bunch. It's almost $8.50. It's something for everybody.
3: Holy cow. This turned out to be not true. But maybe they'll make it true because the backlash was amazing. In Australia, McDonald's there teased a new sandwich. They called it the McFry.
4: Okay. Quarter pounder with french fries stuffed inside. Oh my God, people go nuts. I see them do that all the time now. They were so excited, <laughs> people were, and th- that when they
3: saw it, it was massive social media reaction and then massive disappointment when they found it wasn't real. No. Maybe they will make it. It wouldn't be wow. tough for McDonald's to do. You just put some fries in there. Yeah, why not? Wow. Charge an extra 50 cents. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. You know it was one of the best ones, though? And you and I both got fooled by this. We love Dave Bautista from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh,
4: he, the, he, you know what? We should put that up. Should have known, though. It was really, really good. Well, he did. He said he had a new stand-up comedy show coming to Netflix, kind of like Chris Rock. Right. And so he goes, this is this is my, you know, this is, it was like the, the pre-trailer to the trailer. He was hysterical. I mean, they were really, really bad jokes, but it was the way they were delivered. <laughs> it was like... he, said,
3: get, he said, get ready for the Netflix Dave Bautista comedy special. We
4: oh. were dying. Ah, it didn't happen. No, that didn't happen.
3: All right, there's no joke either. we got rapid fire. Everything you need to know, a lot happened over the weekend. Coming up just past the bottom of the hour. Keep it here next, the South Florida Morning Show.
1: Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL.
3: Hey, welcome back in for the weekend. Thanks for hanging out with us. A lot happened over the weekend. Jen's got the first story.
4: Well, this came out over the weekend. Actually, it happened last week. You were on vacation, but they had that Pennsylvania chocolate factory explosion. That was terrible. The R.M. Palmer Company. Yeah, they, they, they're saying now that it's probably, they haven't officially said it, but it looks like it was a natural gas explosion. But two days after the explosion, they pulled a woman who had been ru- buried in the rubble out alive and as you know she was one of the eight that was it well seven were killed and they thought she was going to be the eighth how did she survive the 50 year old who was on the second floor and ended up in the basement fell into a vat of chocolate no way Gosh. and the chocolate it's like- protected her from the fire so like willy wonka yeah. yeah you believe that she said i mean she broke both legs i mean oh, she's yeah. got some damage but as she said if it wasn't for being underneath the chocolate she probably would have burned to death. Wow. Then she had to get out of it, though. Yeah, but wow. can you imagine? Unbelievable. The, the vatted chocolate saved her life. I was like, holy cow. It was like a real-life Augustus Gloop. Yeah. Just, she, just didn't saved, saved she didn't get it. stuck in the tube. No, that's
0: good. <laughs> wow.
4: And That's people real... have never seen Willy Wonka going, who, won? oh, who hasn't seen Willy Wonka? <laughs> yeah, you know what? If you haven't seen Willy
3: Wonka, quite frankly, I don't know if you're ready for this show. Come on.
4: You're un-American. <laughs> yeah, you need...
3: That's about our mindset level is Willy Wonka. Beginner, of course, for this show is Willy Wonka. <laughs> and the Godfather. That's right.
4: And the Godfather. All
3: right. He was a man of his word and a man of God. Pope Francis said he was going to be healthy enough for Easter and Sunday services. Yeah. And look at this. He's on the mend. Out of the hospital. Back to his duties at the Vatican. He observed Palm Sunday with a service in St. Peter's Square. A hey, day after being
0: discharged from the hospital. Yeah, it's incredible! Yeah, it really is incredible. I mean, they diagnosed the issue. said he had trouble breathing. There was right. Some, some pulmonary bronchitis issue. Like bronchitis. bronchitis they had, I think it was like listen. bronchitis plus. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and then they got it done. He's okay. So what was on the speech?
3: He urged the world to take better care of the poor, sick and lonely. Okay. So he was thinking about me when that happened. That's right.
0: <laughs> and I, the, I don't think so, but that's okay. The,
3: the Vatican has said the 86-year-old Pope plans to take part, a full host of Easter events wow. throughout the week. Nothing is going to be postponed so far off the schedule. It's going to well, happen. I, You
4: know, I have a hard time doing one Easter event, never mind a whole schedule of Easter events.
0: So no give kidding. this guy credit. It's a big schedule. And I the mean, whole f- world looks at him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I'm not a big fan of some of the way that uh, he's he's done his his papacy, yeah. some of the things he's said, or you know, of that he nature. Lost his but past. yeah, you know, but but good for him. I yeah. mean, for him to come back out after hospital stay and get ready for a full holy week, and it means a lot to the world. It's right. a sign of hope. They they really want that. So, sure, there you go. Well. This was, we, we talked about going, kind of going back. Remember the spy balloon? Oh, everybody, yeah. Everybody remember that thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? There was a spy balloon? Yeah, yeah. Remember ah, that? Yeah. Whole thing. So now it's being reported by NBC News. And the reason I bring this up because it kind of correlates to something I told you guys. I think I told you this off the air. That now they're saying that these Chinese spy balloon got a ton of sensitive information right. from military bases. And that's why the, the story went away. That's right. When they confirmed that, all of a sudden, no more no. information. No. And it was funny because you remember when, when it was going on, we said to each other, "Okay, they shot it down. Wonderful." But to correct us, if we're wrong. Wasn't it just collecting data in real time? Yeah, yeah just and just sending it, it over. And that's exactly what happened. It and was just a hard drive. It was beaming it back to China. Yeah, and it just went over the whole country. So now that it is absolutely confirmed. I was telling you guys. I was talking to somebody in the military who told me that, yeah, absolutely, it was, it was, you know, like you said, beaming everything back to China. They, he he told me they, they didn't care that it was shot down in the water. They get everything they wanted. Which makes there
3: you go. Which makes you look at the decision to let it fly across the entire continental U.S. and only shoot it down off the coast of South
4: Carolina look even dumber. And doesn't it make it? little interesting that the president of china goes to russia right after he gets all that information about how powerful our military is now they're
0: making all these deals Mm -hmm. to cut us out of of oil and you know the dollar to try to weaken the dollar so oh
4: by the way yesterday we sent another 1.3 billion dollars worth of equipment and money to Ukraine.
0: Well, that's great. That's, that's really going to help us when gas yeah. shoots up to $5 next week. It's like an that's ATM. Great.
4: We're an ATM for them. Yeah. yeah mm. Saudi Arabia said they're depleting how much oil they send us by a million gallons a day. Thanks for that. It's going to be an expensive summer. Mm-hmm. Well, this is kind of a scary situation. 21-year-old Taylor Hash. She's a girl. She just got her pilot's license. She's okay. Kind of inexperienced, but she can solo. She took out a little plane from Waterford, Michigan. Checked the plane like you're supposed to. Everything was fine. Took off. She's flying around, and all of a sudden, some seasoned pilot in another plane next to her goes, uh, excuse me, young lady, you don't have any landing gear. Oh, no. Apparently, oh. it fell off after takeoff. What? So this 21-year-old, who recently got her pilot's license to fly solo, was assisted by the older pilot who saw, who reported to her that she didn't have any landing gear uh, this is how you go in and you, and he talked her down. That's And amazing. she landed the plane. It, it got broken up a little bit. Sure. But I mean, she walked away to tell the story.
0: So Both I of mean, them are
4: heroes. Isn't that amazing? Wow. How do you land that? Do you land that on a runway or do you, you uh, yeah. it, try to put it down on grass? I mean, she landed on a runway yeah. and you. Pre- I guess what happens is you pray it doesn't go nose forward, right. which is what yeah. it did. It's, but she, she bellied it for a while and then it went up on its nose. Right. It didn't flip back over down. though. Yeah. She can handle that. She can handle it. Can you imagine? Yeah, unbelievable.
1: So, who are you? I'm (laughs) the
4: one that landed the plane with no landing gear. (laughs) Wow, I'm cool for her.
3: Well, this is the biggest uh, news story from the weekend. Former President Trump confirmed it on Truth Social. He is expected to leave PBIA today. He'll leave uh, Mar a Lago and then go to the airport and take Trump Force One to New York City for the upcoming arraignment. Everybody had speculated and they were shooting for Tuesday, and it is going to happen. So he's got a. uh, He'll arrive and uh, he's going to leave here at about noon today. Okay. And then tomorrow at about 2.15, that's when the arraignment's going to be in that... Boy, what a circus is that going to be! I that guarantee you.
0: Oh, forget it. Can you imagine what tomorrow's going to be like? But even today, if if we had time, I would love to go down to PBIA just to check oh. out the scene and take some video. It's going to be, gonna a be a ton crazy. There's going to be a bunch of people. You know, a ton sending him off as he takes off from PBIA, PBIA today, and right over the bridge as they got to leave.
3: Yeah, you know, they got to leave Mar a Lago to get to uh, Southern. So wow.
4: Now you want to be outside Mar a Lago. Like the front doors tomorrow night at 8.15. Yeah,
0: I don't think they're going to let me that over that When he close. has his
4: press conference. <laughs> this is going to be...
0: I, I,
3: this is must-watch. just is. Isn't it going to be great? What a day. So he appears for the arraignment, 2.15-ish. Gets the mugshot. Hears the charges. They unseal that thing finally. Flies right back home and gets ready for that press conference, which we don't know what kind of style it's going to be on. I'm Behind the
4: desk? Stand up? But I think he's going to be wearing the t-shirt with his mugshot on it. <laughs> It'll be... And for the low, low price of $19.95. That's right. I bet you he holds it up. I bet you he has one. And he holds it up. For a low $5 donation. I'm going to start making shirts. I'm telling you right
3: now. To Trump24. Yeah. You get this beautiful mugshot TV. Isn't that beautiful? I'm telling you.
0: They'll sell them on the website. Isn't it beautiful? Flags. <laughs> oh, bumper <gosh>. stickers. <laughs> Mike Lindell coming to sell it. He'll his Oh, God, Benchman. no. <laughs>
4: oh,
3: God. The new
0: mattress <laughs> cover. Please
3: buy my mugshot slippers. <laughs>
4: <laughs> He's going to show up through the mu- through the medicine cabinet. Oh, oh, oh God, if he ever did that to me, I'd probably shoot him. God almighty, <laughs> oh, scare geez. the crap out of me.
0: <laughs> Michael Lindell in your
4: medicine cabinet. <laughs> no, thank covers.
6: you. Buy oh, my
0: Trump mugshot
4: pillows. You know what? Yeah, Get watch him show case. up like mattress covers. You know, big <laughs> pictures of Trump. It's a duvet cover.
0: <laughs> duvet. <laughs> Trump duvet. Oh, it's going to be a scene. It's going to be crazy. Wow. Well, speaking of crazy, Jen. Yes. This this hit the Uh wire, as they say, last night. As WrestleMania was going on, so WrestleMania happened this weekend. For anybody who didn't know, it was an absolutely massive event in Los Angeles. They brought in over 160,000 people there this weekend. That is incredible to me. $21 million at the gate. It broke all types of records. And while it was happening, the report came out from CNBC that the WWE is on the verge of selling, which there have been reports that Vince McMahon was looking to sell. No, oh, yeah. really? Looking to sell to the Endeavor Group. So who else did they own? The UFC. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. And the report oh. is that the, so this Endeavor Group would then wow. own UFC and WWE. So they might actually do some type of, you know, merge thing where they would have events together. It would be a huge product if this ends up happening, but the reports say that the price tag that Vince McMahon is about to sell this thing for is $9 billion oh my to the gosh. Endeavor group, the parent company Nine of the UFC.
3: $9 Yeah. And he'll still be involved. I don't right. care what anybody says. He you're, can't. That guy can't walk away. You're exactly wow. right. Yep.
0: He can't walk away, and he will be involved. They already said that he's still going to be the vice executive chair. Kind of like Dana White with, yep. with UFC. After well, they you would want him involved, though. Right.
3: The guy, obviously, right there, built it up to a $9 billion
0: business. It's amazing. You talk about just from a business aspect, yeah. the, the success story of this business. He bought it from his dad in the early 80s for $1 million. Wow. And now he's going to sell it for over nine billion. Holy pretty cow. good investment. A lot of work along Sweet. the way, but still. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So watch out. That's that's a pretty big business story. So watch out for that one.
3: Huge. All right. Well, a awesome, awesome welcome home to the FAU men's basketball team in Boca yesterday. That was nice. And what was uh, Dusty May saying about the game? He was more heartbroken than all of us, but still. I'm sure. He says, we've been on the end of some of those, too, though. But you know
4: what? It was a great game. Mm. It was a heartbreaker, but it was a great game.
3: Great season. Mm. we got more on that, too, coming up next. Uh, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here.
2: Look, Bumble knows you're
0: exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
1: This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's Butler's with two seconds. He's got to put it up. And he wins it. He wins it with the jumper. A San Diego State Call.
3: Collectively, we all went, no! No! Yeah,
4: and that was brutal. a nice shot, too, though, oh. by this kid from San Diego. It's Give like, the kid wow. credit. It
3: was an unbelievable shot. But unbelievable season for FAU. Heartbreaking loss, we all know that. But still,
4: they're on the map now. I put them on the map, and you know what? Uh, it, it made the basketball program a nationally recognized program now. Maybe they'll get some, you know, bigger names in there, and they'll go on to win maybe an NCAA championship someday. I
3: think all, according to Dusty May, the coach, got a lot of those kids coming back, says, we're going to do it again. we are got to run it back. And uh, it was a nice, nice welcome home at the Boca campus yesterday when they came back.
2: It's awesome. We, we really appreciate with We have great fans every home game. Unbelievable support in Texas. We just want to thank, say thank you to Al Nation, the Boca community, Palm Beach community, all of South Florida. You guys have been great.
4: First time I've heard about Owl Nation, but I, I think there say, is one now. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Owl Nation? Did they put you in a cage when you all get together? Oh, boy. You know, like a bird? You sure. Know. Okay, I'm just... Hey, I was hooting all last week for them. Hoot, oh, hoot. Oh, man. Do they hoot at games? Is that what they do? That I don't know. Boy, they had a nice uh, turnout, though.
3: I mean, obviously, it was mostly San Diego State fans, but... There was a lot of FAU kids there.
4: There were, and of it's course, nice. they had to zoom in on all of them when that shot was in the air, and their faces of them, when it goes through the net, they all <laughs> yeah. just put their heads down. And the
3: CBS director cried. was like, Zoom in on the pain! The pain! Uh, yeah,
4: it's poor things, they felt bad.
3: Here's what else. Uh, well, you know what? They asked Coach May what was going through his head when the shot was in the air.
2: <laughs>
4: oh, it was a great when question whoever asked it.
2: A range of emotions. He made a big-time shot. Uh, you just hope it was after the... After the, after the, uh, the- the buzzer, but when they showed the, the replay on the big screen it we realized it wasn't and uh, a tough way to end the season, but we've been on the other end of several of those this year, so
4: it balances out. And what a season. Four losses the entire year. That was one of them. Yeah, and that was one of the four losses. But, you know, look how far they went. There's nothing for them to be embarrassed by or ashamed by, because what they did was incredible. Yeah, not at all. Amazing. I, I think Diener put it in perspective. Tennessee's been a, a college force in basketball for how many years? Uh, they started the basketball team in 1919. <laughs> and they've never made it to the Final Four. Not once. And here's little Boca Raton, FA you a couple of years into a program and, and they're on their way. Good for them, That's pretty a good. Big deal. Good for them.
3: I think they're looking back now, going, mm. should have put all that money into a basketball arena <laughs> instead of the <a> stadium. <laughs> well, for,
4: do they did they get extra money for going to they get final? Did they get eight million for the 16 or was that for the final four?
0: Uh, for making the final four, okay. They got that eight million dollars for the, for the program, the school. I'm sure they're allocated in uh, you know, how they see fit and from the athletic department. There'll be not a new weight room, guys, but we got new snack machines That's for right. the <laughs>
3: student population. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you'll like it, too. Yeah, it's great. Though. No, it awesome. is awesome. Uh, big announcement on Truth Social from the former president. He is, in fact, in fact, his wording was, believe it or not, I'm going to the courthouse. So he's going to leave uh, South Florida today. He'll be leaving PBIA just past noon, uh, head into New York, and then tomorrow, two fifteen is the arraignment time.
4: It's, uh, it should be interesting to see. They get uh, the courthouse cordoned off a block oh. away with barricades. It's unreal. Is Trump Tower the same way? Mm, I don't think so. You know, do they just let him show? And how does he show up at the courtroom without getting attacked? There's got to be I mean, a back way in. and you know, granted, he's got secret service. He's going to have a police escort, but still. Think of all the
3: high-profile trials they must have had in that place, though all the mobsters, I,
4: wasn't corporate Gotti, crimes. Wasn't
3: Gotti there? Must have been. I think so. Yeah. Must have been. It was. It's the main Manhattan courthouse, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Well, this is uh, the former New York City Police Commissioner talking about, and this was yesterday morning before this announcement happened. Imagine security now.
4: It's going to be crazy. What
3: they're building up right now. You see
6: the preparations being laid out here for blocks around. Um, in terms of barriers, barrier trucks, uh, and increased enforcement that's only going to ratchet up in the days to come.
3: I've heard a lot from mm. this guy. Joe Tacopina is a Trump attorney, and this is his, pretty much his impression of what they're expecting to do tomorrow, which isn't a surprise. All the
5: Tuesday stuff is still very much up in the air, the fact that we will very loudly and proudly say not guilty. Hopefully this will be painless and classy as possible for a situation like this.
4: So they go in, they plead not guilty, they say, okay, come back. <laughs> and then they have the trial i mean w- w- when when did they decide all this because i, know. I know he's asking Tacopina's is asking for a change of venue he's asking that all charges be dropped that'll probably be his first motion that we want all charges dropped that'll be denied then he'll ask for the change of venue that'll be denied and then they plead do they plead not guilty right away though not guilty okay change of venue nope that's what he says
3: anyway. I don't know. And, and you know the prosecutor just wants to slow walk this thing. And if they do, that that worries me. And it, and it would worry me for anybody. And if it was Biden going through the same thing, I would hate this. Because if they try to put a gag order on this, that may be the end game. Maybe that's a long shot, but a lot of people were talking about that over the weekend. Like legal experts saying they would try to put in a gag order while this whole thing is going on. Well, then- that means he wouldn't be able to do rallies,
4: talk, uh, truth social about it. Wow. Yeah, but there's got to be a way around that, right? Well, how do they how do they let cameras in the courtroom then if he he has a gag order? So when he's on the stand, they turn them off.
0: Oh, well, it's different purpose. He's he's being questioned. I have a question for you guys. Mm. There was a quote from Alan Dershowitz who talks a lot about these cases, especially yeah. this one. And I think he was talking to Newsmax, and he said there's no chance that Trump gets a fair trial in in New York. Right. So with right. that thought. What's going to be the? I mean, forget. I mean, the arraignment and things like that. What's going to be the end result of the actual trial? Because we know they're not going to throw out the charges. I mean, they're they're trying to put him in jail. Oh yeah. I mean, they could they they could very possibly find him guilty, and we know that it's complete garbage. But it doesn't change the fact that this jury, this judge, will do anything they can to find him guilty of a crime and send him to, to jail. That's
4: what well, they want to then do. Then they file the appeal right away. And then they say, while on appeal, he stays out.
3: Uh, I don't know about the gag order part of it either. I'm not too sure, but I, I hate that I hate who that's coming from. Smart people hate that idea.
4: Oh, I hope nice. not. That'd be He crazy. doesn't seem
3: to be afraid of it. The, the press conference from Mar-a-Lago scheduled for tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah comes Greatest. right back home. And, boy, this is going to be something.
4: Me, be great. Wow, well, he played golf all weekend. Oh, yeah. Anybody else would have been hiding in a hole all weekend. Oh, yeah. This guy's out playing golf having a grand old time. Doesn't hmm. bother him. Just incredible.
3: All right, uh, changing gears for a second. A lot of cash on the line. Two upcoming multi-state lotteries. Once again, nobody won Powerball. That's up to $159 million. And uh, that's tam- tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow night's Mega Millions is worth 385 million bucks. Seems to be going up pretty slowly, though. Yeah. Because it was like 325 like last week. we we're,
4: we were betting all our money on FAU, so now we're <laughs> now we're back. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy tickets. That's how we're back to I, state gambling. I bought tickets yesterday. I was like, oh. I didn't win again. I did win four dollars on Powerball, though. I was all excited. Oh. it's like wow! I can leave town four bucks. Let's go. <laughs> the guy, had, the guy selling selling tickets, just kind of looked at me. I said, "This is like winning the jackpot, four dollars," and I was all excited. And he's just like staring at me like you're a nut. It'll get you a splash of gas. It's about a little. <laughs> that's, that's about it. Yeah, and that's not even going to be a splash after next week.
3: All right, more on the Trump stuff. More on FAU. Uh, and not sure yet what Bud Light is thinking with this ad campaign.
4: Wow, the backlash is heavy.
3: I think they're going to win in the long run. Interesting new cans, and it's not an April Fool's joke. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here.
1: It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL.
5: It's a day that, in my opinion, the rule of law in the United States has died. Hopefully this will be painless and classy as possible for a situation like this.
3: Whole lot of that guy. Since last week, that's Joe Tapa, uh, Tacopina. He is one of uh, Trump's lead attorneys, and I guess the lead fighter
4: in the courtroom. How do you become Trump's number one attorney? Because look at all the attorneys. Okay, if it wasn't for a former attorney, he might not be where he's going today. Well, that's very true. Because it's that's Michael right. Cohen, who was his former attorney. That's right. Who allegedly paid off Stormy Daniels. He was the one who went back and said, <laughs> well, then Trump paid me off
3: week when all this came down, the Tacopina guy was on, I think it might have been Hannity. I'm pretty sure. And he goes, oh, I, I get to cross-examine Michael Cohen. I'm going to make mincemeat out of this guy. He's an idiot.
4: Yeah, he's not a very smart attorney. <laughs> but uh, it makes you wonder, what law school did he go to? But hmm. do, do these people, what I'm trying to figure out is, like, Tacapina. does his law firm, I mean, go out of their way to solicit business? Like, I want to be your attorney. They they know somebody who oh, knows no. Trump. Get me an audience with the guy, blah, blah, blah. Good or question. does Trump's people pick the guy?
3: Well, I don't think Trump saw him on a billboard anywhere, you know, in <laughs> New York and decided <laughs> to give him a, this 800 number a call.
4: But, I mean, I don't know. It's interesting other. how they find each other. How much does he – here's another
3: question. How much does he make billable hours? <laughs> or well, is it just one massive retainer? Whatever
4: it was before just went up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, – I, I don't know. So that he's was the sports. He's a professional sports executive, by the way. Is he really?
3: Yeah, he's, I like him a lot. He's, he seems to be new character on wow. the scene. It's, I'm sure been behind the scenes for a long time. So this is how it all kicked up a notch. And they've been pushing for a Tuesday appearance for the arraignment, and it looks as though they got it. And President Trump, last night, actually late afternoon, uh, confirmed that that's going to happen. He did it with a Truth Social. He says, "I'll be leaving Mar-a-Lago." Monday at 12 noon, heading for Trump Tower in New York on Tuesday morning. I'll be going to, believe it or not, the courthouse. America was not supposed to be this way. And then he uh,
4: truthed this out. Election interference! Ah, interesting. Well, so how many people are going to be at PBIA today to wish him a safe send-off and a successful one?
3: I think Deaner's right. A lot. And a lot on the bridge. That'd be crazy, right? I, I mean, there is that theory. I've heard, it. I've heard it a lot. I tend to agree with it, I think, unless this some sort of weird backlash about it, is, is poll numbers aren't going down, Jen.
4: They're now only going they, up. They went up considerably, especially after the indictment came in. Right. And now they're going to go up again. And if they put if they put cameras in this courtroom, you might as well just make it a seven-day Trump advertisement.
3: Look, you're right. Look what he gets out of this. Everything he's tried to get people to understand, most of the Trump supporters understand it, but everybody else, like independents, people who don't really pay attention to the stuff, people who hate politics—
4: it, everything he said is, like, playing out in real life. So true. But you get to see the whole thing played out in the event they they have a trial. Let's start there. Right. Number two, if the judge lets the cameras into the courtroom, that may not be the case. Either way, you're still going to know everything he said.
3: They did a Quinnipiac poll over the weekend. 62% of people, this is everybody, and they do, like, the large ones, 62% believe the case is motivated by politics. Wow. And not just something he did wrong. Look at that. that and that's a... That's no right leaning poll organization.
4: Wow. Hmm. Jeez. By the way, Tacapina. Yes. His other clients Alex Rodriguez from the New York Yankees. Mm -hmm. uh, Michael Jordan. Oh. He also represented the Washington Commanders and Daniel Snyder. I don't know why, but he didn't do well there.
3: Well, he's handled some personalities, hasn't he?
4: Meek Mill. Oh. He won the case for Meek Mill. Bob Kraft's buddy. That's it. That's how <laughs> Trump got him. It might be. There you go. It might be. You know, how do you Bob Kraft talking to Trump saying, I got a buddy who got oh, meat God. And mill off. It's too much. I can't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another news. Uh, this is those you know, South Florida churches, obviously, will be active as they are throughout the entire country. Uh, this week. It's Holy Week. It has already kicked off, and the Pope man of his word and a man of God.
4: He said he would be there for all Easter services and leading up to that, and he's out of the hospital and working. Okay. Other than the Pope, how many 87-year-olds do you know that have some form of bronchitis, bordering on pneumonia? Seriously. And you're out of the hospital in two days and you're back at work. Pretty amazing. You can't tell me God didn't work a miracle with this man.
3: He observed uh, Palm Sunday, big service in St. Peter's Square. Day after being discharged from the hospital,
4: he had uh, bronchitis plus, like some other. Wow some other breathing stuff. Well, good for him. But, yeah, but, you know, usually after that, you have a bout with bron- bronchitis or a pneumonia when, you, right. even when you're healthy and you're younger, you're wiped out. Pneumonia sure. wipes the crap out of you. This guy goes back and is going to do how many masses this week? Yeah, the, the busiest week of all. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, Amazing. you know, I'm not, a bi- I'm not big on this pope because of his politics, but you know what? You can't tell me God isn't watching over him. Yep. Just saying.
3: And important to people, that's for sure. Well, this
4: is interesting. I think the backlash is already underway. you got to figure
3: that uh, Bud Light was prepared for that. Maybe they even wanted that. I will be completely honest with you. I'm wondering if you everybody feels the same way. I thought it was an April Fool's joke. New Cans featuring trans poster girl Dylan Mulvaney, who's been... Very prominent recently. A lot of appearances at the White House. Right.
4: It was just on with uh, Drew Barrymore. Yep. A- and everyone remembered the picture of Drew Barrymore kneeling at uh, Dylan Mulvaney's feet there. Yeah,
3: that was odd. Yeah, it was very odd. Uh, they're they printing her face on a beer can. They're out in the market already.
4: Ah, okay. Not something I saw coming. Okay, now. Not with that that, that market. It's it's definitely not the audience of Bud Light. But it also opens it up to a whole new audience. Okay, so how many people do you know that have had your brother? You said, for example, probably had four hundred thousand cans of Bud oh, Light in his my, life, right? If not more. Okay, I'd put it at a half a million can. <laughs> like, yes. Would he? Would he? If 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 this were the case, it, was he going to change his beer because they had a spokesperson he's not crazy about?
3: No, and this is what this is how it would have gone down, and this is what I think Bud Light is counting on. You already, you already bought your 18-pack or 24-pack of cans, right? Right. You're there. You take it home. You look at the can. You didn't know it was coming. You look at this, and you're like, oh, come on. Oh, whatever.
4: And drink <laughs> And that's it. Or you drink it out of a glass if the can's going to offend you that bad. And you're right? not going to change. It takes a lot for people to change. Beer brands are one of those things. Okay. You change a beer brand, that's a major like life decision. You want to know why they picked Dylan Mulvaney? Not to be controversial. Well, yeah, it would get a lot of attention. She has... 10.8 million TikTok followers. Right, that's why Massive. they picked Dylan Mulvaney. But it's just, I
3: don't know. I guess they're not. they this just doesn't seem like the audience. Here's the. Did you hear the announcement? So it
2: was a. No. It was a video. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light and maybe win some money, too. Love ya!
3: I don't even care. To me, it's not even about the issue, the trans issue, whatever it is. I'm just I'm fascinated by the marketing part of it. Because you know what, you know what the average Bud Light drinker is like? Like,
4: uh, all right. Uh, okay. Uh, Rocky. Right. Take the people you see in Rocky. Those it's you are know Bud Light drinkers, right? You know that
3: old. Remember that old expression you would explain like a blue collar worker, like like most of my family has always been. It's Joe Sixpack. Yeah,
4: it's what it is. That's it. Even it's, it's e- a it's a bold move, to say the least. But and you know what? It, it quickly the Bud Light. People will get over it, and they'll still continue to drink Bud Light. They might not buy the six-pack that has Dylan Mulvaney's face on it, but they'll still buy a six-pack.
3: And in the meantime, after all that, they get the exposure. That's it. Yeah. I and think that's what they're counting on.
4: The, also, in the same week that Dylan Mulvaney announced uh, she is the new spokesperson for a whole new Kate Spade line, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> see that a, I could see it's been it's been a <laughs> banner week for Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> You're not kidding. And all of a sudden, this kid is worth billions and billions of dollars, not millions. She, she's going to make a ton of money.
3: More on the uh, awesome welcome home for the great. Season of FAU men's basketball. Yay! I know, heartbreaking, but it was still awesome. We'll talk about that as well as we got to delve into this more. You had it in rapid fire, but this hero pilot girl with oh no God. landing gear landed that plane. We got to get scary. into that story. That more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's
2: awesome. We we really appreciate. It. We have great fans every home game. Unbelievable support in Texas. We just want to thank, say thank you to Al Nation, the Boca community, Palm Beach community, all of South Florida. You guys have been great. It's
3: so, hoping that would happen, and it was. It was a nice homecoming at the Boca Raton campus for FAU for the team coming back because that was a, just a that was a thrill.
4: Good for them. You know what? There really is quite the uh, they, they they were the Cinderella team. It would have been nice to see them go to the finals. How depressing. Two seconds left. The ball's in the air. Oh, God. <laughs> Were you all yelling at the TV like I was, don't go in, don't go in? Oh, I,
3: I couldn't. I, and then I had a feeling it was, like was like just no. such a perfect arc on the shot. Ball's in the air. Backdrop. The uh, backboard lights up. Picture perfect. I just, then I knew it was going in. I just. Uh, we all had the same reaction. No. But it like, happened. No. Amazing. Amazing shot, though. That's going to be on a highlight reel for, the Mar- for March Madness forever. One
4: of the, one of the best prob- endings of all time. You're not pro- for FAU, but... Yeah, but you're right. It was a great ending for San Diego State. So oh. they play uh, UConn tonight. What time's the tip-off? You said it's late, right? It's like 9.20. Jeez.
3: Nah. Yeah. Well, if UConn... If FAU was in it, I'm watching, but like, nah. Let me
4: nah. ask you this. Is UConn that good and Miami's not that great? Because they destroyed Miami. I felt bad for Miami. Okay. They Keep- didn't have a shot anywhere in that game. People are saying, that, uh, okay. they know
3: the game, UConn's really good. Oh, okay. And they're... I, I think so far they're heavily favored over San Diego State. I think.
4: Remember they, what they, whatever Vegas put out the odds a while ago, and said that UConn was like the favorite. Overall, before they even got to the Final Four. Yeah. I can tell you guys. Let's go to our gambling uh, expert, Stephen Diener. Here I am. You got money on Dur- this, Dur- During Holy Week. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. How yeah. ironic. You're not eating meat, but you're gambling up a storm. <laughs> That's right, baby. Let's go. <laughs> it's,
0: Connecticut is favored by seven and a half points tonight. That is a big line for a championship game. Sure it is. Is it really? Yeah. In college basketball? Wow. Yes, wow. Seven and okay. a half favored Tonight. So, no, they are really good. That's Remember Friday I was telling you guys, you know, FAU, I think, has the best shot out of the Florida teams to make the championship game because UConn has just been a buzzsaw in this tournament. They, they got hot at the right time. Sure did. So they've been destroying everybody. Remember, it was always the UConn women winning.
3: Women yes. uh,
4: championships. Yes. And then their coach retired. Yeah, Didn't Gino. He retire?
0: uh retire? Gino? That? No, I think Gino's still there. Is, Is he? Yeah. He. He. Oh. I think you're thinking about Pat Summit from Tennessee. That's who I'm thinking yeah. of. Okay. Yeah. But, well, we'll see what happens Great tonight. season, though. I
3: tell you, uh, they should be grateful for FAU making this magical run because the ratings apparently have been
0: through the roof. Yeah, they became like the, na- you know, the uh, yeah, national darling. A lot of people were, yeah. were rooting for them to win. So, Good but for them. like you guys said, they're on the map now. It changed the school yep. forever. Well, America's other darling, former President Trump. Uh
3: <laughs> 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 Says that he's sure he he's going to New York. They were pushing for a Tuesday arraignment. They got it. So he made the announcement of Truth Social last night. He's leaving uh, Mar-a-Lago, leaving PBIA at noonish. He'll be in New York, and then uh, it's a two-fifteen arraignment tomorrow in New York City. Security—they've been showing some live shots from the Today Show and Fox News. Obviously, has
4: been showing it. If you thought security for this Manhattan courthouse was intense before, you should see it now. Yeah, you know what? It, I think there's more security there than when John Gotti was in trial. Whew. Wow. And th- then you had to worry about people dying. You know, that was John Gotti, for goodness sakes. Uh, they have pushed the crowd back at least a block in all directions from the courthouse. So he's going to, it should be interesting to see when he arrives because you know everyone's going to be covering this. They're going to probably take his car from Trump Tower all the way to the courthouse. Do we know how far away it is? Mm. I don't know Manhattan well enough to.
3: Don't, I don't either, really. I mean, i walked by Trump Tower a lot, but I don't know how in relation how it is to the courthouse. The courthouse, yeah. That's, what, that's the main Manhattan courthouse, right, where they have most of the big trials, I think. I, I think so. I'm I'd, pretty I, sure.
4: I'm, I'm not that familiar with everything going on in New York, so.
3: Well, the media is already making the big push. They'll probably green light this right away. A push to allow cameras and live streams inside the courtroom ahead of a potential criminal trial of former President Donald Trump. So if this goes to the next step and blah, 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 it goes down further, they're— they're already setting the stage now for a massive media circus.
4: So there's going to be, the odds are, okay, you get a very non-conservative court. The judge is going to say, sure, let the the cameras in. Uh, he's not going to allow a change of venue, which they'll ask for. And they'll probably accept the guilty plea and say, not guilty plea, and say, we're going to trial.
3: <laughs> judge <laughs> gets some FaceTime. Wow. Right now, I guess as it stands, only audio and visual recordings are allowed if the judge gives special permission.
6: All right.
4: I don't think they're going to turn anything down. Does, do, do, do we ever get another judge, Ito?
3: Because yeah, it might the be OJ,
4: this guy. the OJ Simpson trial, honest to goodness, probably should have lasted two months. It lasted eight months because Ito was so concerned about what he looked like and what was on his his bench. Yeah, I remember all the toys and the coffee you know, cups oh my and they was driving him nuts. It, it was an crazy. Yeah, so it's hopefully this judge is a little more streamlined. Yeah.
3: In in good news, to start off Monday, this is an amazing story. you got to get more details on this. You had it in the first rapid fire, but this girl is amazing. And you know
4: what? Who talked her down with no landing gear is a hero, too. Yeah, this pilot. Her name is uh, Taylor Hash. She's from Michigan. She's 21 years old, and she has her pilot's license. And she borrowed or she rented a Diamond DA-20 C-1 aircraft, whatever the heck that is. It's a little plane. Okay. She took off from Waterford, Michigan. Now, this happened last month, but we're just hearing about it because now they're releasing all the video and the audio with the conversations right. between the tower and right. her. So she does her whole pregame thing. She walks around, checks all the gear like you're supposed to, gets in, takes off, cruise around, and all of a sudden she hears from this guy, Chris Yates, who was an experienced pilot from California. He looked over, I guess he was flying as well, and said, uh, I hate to tell you, young lady, but uh, you don't have any landing gear on your plane. Wow. And she just went, no, yeah, it, it, it's there. I, You know, when I did the whole pre-flight check, she goes, uh, nah, it must have fallen off. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. So anyway, the radio, they got the air traffic control involved. They radioed in Hash so he could talk to the girl. So he could talk to this Taylor Hash and say, okay, Chris Yates, you're an experienced pilot. We're going to patch you in. You talk her down. And that's exactly what he did. He told her exactly what to do. That's amazing. And uh, she landed it. I mean, she crashed, but I mean, she didn't get hurt. It went up on its you know, nose end, but she slid her be- on the belly for a while, and then it went up on the nose and came back down.
3: Nerves of steel, though. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. That's why I want flying big planes.
4: Yeah, with and a lot the of odds people. Are, you know, maybe that's what she wants to be—a commercial pilot. Now, I hope the Perfect so. time, so she can go and and you know trade in her little plane for a big one. Need more of that. Well, yeah, that's the kind of person you want. So
1: good kidding. for her.
4: That's awesome. All right, we got rapid fire coming up again. Just past the
3: bottom of the hour, around the room with uh, stories you need to know. And a lot of stuff happened over the weekend. It's coming up next: the East South Florida Morning Show.
1: Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL.
3: Busy, busy weekend. We're just coming out of. What do you need to know? Jen's got the first one. What's up?
4: Well, this makes uh, you go, huh? Really? This exists. Let me introduce you to Vito Perrone. Vito. Vito is a school superintendent (laughs) in Massachusetts, the home state to one Bill Adams. Yeah, that's true. He was offered the position as head of East Hampton Schools. Do you know where that is? I think so. Out West? This happened in March. He was notified that his name had been withdrawn right after he was hired for the job. He was fired because of something he put in an email to the school. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh boy. Oh, boy. What did Uncle Vito do? Uncle Vito (laughs) emailed the chairperson and executive assistant of the school board, Hey, a nice email to say thanks for giving me the job. Sure. I took a $14,000 pay decrease. Wow. So, because of that, you know, you think maybe we could work on future stuff and bonuses and stuff like that. Yeah. And he started it off with Ladies need, would love to meet with you. Can't do that. That is considered, according to the chairperson and the executive director, a microaggression. Because he said, Ladies? hostile and derogatory because he (laughs) called them ladies why (laughs) why is it did you call me by my dead name Uh, his comment Vito's comment was i didn't know that as an educator calling someone a lady was hostile and and aggressive (laughs) i don't understand where was he he was in another school district in Massachusetts. Oh, no. But they, he accepted. They offered him the job as East Hampton School prison, Superintendent. He wrote an email to the board to say thank you and let's talk about future stuff and refer to them as ladies. And that's and what did him in. That did him in and they rescinded the contract and said, <laughs> sorry, we don't want you here anymore. You're <laughs> too aggressive. See, this is where, you know, I have a Lady lot of people asked- say it's
3: like, oh, that's all overblown. People aren't really like that. Now, that really actually does happen. And this is like this amazing. is what it all
4: led to. You're just not going to be able to communicate with people pretty soon.
3: That's crazy. It's though. a microaggression. <laughs> what
4: the hell's a mi- I always wondered what a microaggression is. Now I know. Now, now we know. I still don't know what it is. Well, what did <laughs> they say? <laughs> what, what was it at Disney? Because they changed it. Is it moms and dads now? What is it?
0: Oh no, no, no. We can't just say that. Friends, oh, God, right? Oh. friends. I, something along those so lines. So they don't say ladies neutral. and gentlemen. Oh no, gosh, no. Okay, God forbid. <laughs> wow. It's all too much sometimes. It really is. It's
4: craziness. Well, it's also Holy Week,
3: by the way. It has yes, already kicked off.
4: Year. This is quite a,
3: you know, South Florida church is going to be very busy. Uh, synagogues, too. Oh, forget when about Passover. Passover? Uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Nice. Okay. Uh, I was complaining last night about that to Lauren. Why? Couldn't be Friday, huh? I well, said, well, I'm sorry they didn't sh- didn't uh, change 2,000 years of history for you. Well, that was her response. Is
4: that because of the dinner that you have late at night? Is that why? Yeah. Well, you know, Fridays yeah. we get up early, Jim. Yeah. But, just but enough
3: about me. <laughs> you <laughs> complain
4: about this meal every year. Except when it's on a weekend. That's and, great. And you say it's very long, but the food's phenomenal. I, I, I love, love Passover oh, meal. Me too. Oh, I so love good. it. Yes. I've never been to one. Mm. Oh, you got to go one time. I would love to.
0: What are you Bills. doing Thursday? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There you go, you're in. Right. <laughs> See in Wellington. The catch is you have to cook, though. Best <laughs> <laughs> over at Jen's. That's right. Anyway, Pope Francis is on the men.
3: He's out of the hospital. That's all good news. Good for uh, him. And ready to, and he already has, resumed his duties at the Vatican. He was in the hospital for, uh, I think it was over a week. Had bronchitis and other respiratory uh, issues. He observed Palm Sunday with a service at St. Peter's Square. Discharged. He's healthy. He's looking That's- good. You
4: can't tell Help me that. God doesn't play any role in the Pope's life. I'm sorry. I mean, he's 86. The guy bounces back from bronchitis and, you know, virgin pneumonia, and he's out in two days, and he's back doing what he's doing? That's crazy. Plans to take a full part of Easter events throughout this entire week. Wow. What about that? That's pretty incredible.
0: Yeah. It's, it's really, I mean, honestly, when you think about it, it's good, good for him. People were kind of, like, burying him already. I mean, he'd be yeah. so crude about it, but... Some people were doing that. Now there he is. He's out and he's celebrating Palm well, Sunday and ready for a full Easter schedule. It's pretty week. impressive. It is. Well, it's well, like his Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah you yeah. got to be ready. It's his big. It's his a big gamer, thing. He's a gamer, Bill. He's a gamer. The yeah. <laughs> both is a gamer. Tape it up. It is Holy Week. <laughs> Get in there, Your Holiness. Gotta do what you gotta do. Tape it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, this story here, I'm not sure what to make of this. We were talking last time about business with WWE selling to. Uh, Endeavor Group, the parent company of UFC. This is making headlines everywhere since you last talked about it, by the way. It's a massive business deal. Yeah, it really is. So it's it's kind of making the rounds now. But this is also a huge business deal. It's not good. McDonald's had to temporarily shut down its U.S. offices yesterday. Why? All of them. Their offices. To prepare for layoffs. Wow. That's really? not a good sign for the economy when McDonald's... Is shutting down wow. their offices, having to prepare for a massive amount of layoffs. That's that's not a good sign. When McDonald, You're right. I, I, good Lord. They're laying off How people. many people are they laying off? They haven't said yet, but this the, the report originally came out uh, yesterday evening from the Wall Street Journal. They, they had to tempor- temporarily close their offices. And I guess they informed corporate employees about upcoming layoffs as part of restructuring. So wow. this is like upper echelon people, I, I guess, is what they're doing. Yeah, but they wouldn't still, do it if business was good, right? Man, they said they sent an internal email last week to employees and some international staff too, requesting that they work from home on Monday to Wednesday, and that will allow the company to uh, make decisions virtually. When the prices at McDonald's, Ooh, wow. which
3: whether you like it or not, feeds most of this country, just does. It when does? they're too yeah. too high for even traditional McDonald's customers, that's a problem.
0: Yeah, because they've
3: been losing business. Then that's
0: all that means. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's un, unfortunate to see, but they said it's going to happen this week. They haven't wow. said how many, who's getting fired, things like that. But you're right; it's not a not an encouraging
4: sign for the economy that McDonald's is suffering. But let's put things in perspective. When I was in college, I took one business class, and I can remember the advice that the professor said to everybody in the classroom: If you're thinking about buying land, buying a house, buy a place within. A, miles of a mcdonald's
3: sure mcdonald's right.
4: doesn't go anywhere until they unless they know it's going to be a successful community yep. right
3: let them do the study for and
4: it. and he goes they spend billions of dollars on research to make sure they go in the right places mm. and now look what's happening yeah. wow
0: Let's see how that goes sign of the times hey, and yeah. this
4: is pretty cool could be the sign of the times many schools across our state could be starting later if lawmakers get their way wow last week they approved house bill 733 it would force, boy, this would be great. It would force middle school no earlier than eight o'clock. I can remember my kids in high school at five thirty; they were at the bus stop because the bus came at like quarter to yeah. six. too early. It's crazy. My
3: kids had one of those years. Yeah, too high schools, early.
4: High schools could start no later than eight thirty. So, okay. uh, they say it's it's on its way and and going through the House and hopefully it'll go through the Senate and it'll become law by 2026. Well, it's, why don't okay. you start at like
3: 10 when traffic's off the road? That'd, <laughs> that'd, be, right. that'd be groovy.
4: That'd be not- <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you do that? But uh, it would be 2026 before it, any changes, if it passes, What happen so that way schools can get ready for it. I
0: got to tell you, homeschooling my kids the past few years, and this is the first year I've done both of them with Aria being in, in kindergarten now, I don't see why school days need to be so long. Oh no! Uh, it's all the crap in between. It's oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we're done with our day. I'm the, at the most. At the most, with both of them, we're done in four hours, and that's pretty long. Yeah, but that's with both of them concentrating on certain subjects and key elements of what they need to learn. But it replaces but, a what seven eight hour day. Right.
4: Yeah, but also you only have two kids. Yeah. Not 30 or 26. And, I just, you know, as they say, yet. they teach. Yeah, right. They teach to the lowest student. They so, do. You That's know, the problem. what? you know, your kid may be past everything they're doing, so they start acting up in class because they're bored. Yeah. So, it's, teachers have a lot to deal with. Yeah, they do. So, maybe they can shorten the day too. I don't know. Uh, It'd be nice. Go ahead, Jen. Is it my turn? Yes. Well, I forgot what I was going to do. Oh, no, I did the school story. Oh yeah, you're done. Oh, you yeah, did. You're done. Yeah, you're done. Sure, Your turn over there. <laughs> well, it's <Hello>? Monday.
3: <laughs> I was looking to buy some time. See how that works? Okay, I'll buy you some no. time. Entertainment news. <laughs> yes. You, you, I'm sure you. I'm sure you went to this. Put some money into the kitty. Dungeons and Dragons. Well, Order I was Among first thieves. First in line. Friday yeah, night. Yeah, I was waiting to hear Jen's uh, review of this. <laughs> I did not see this coming in first, beating John Wick. It made thirty-eight and a half million bucks at the box office. That's a big opening.
4: And that's where it'll end. Oh, no. Reliving your, well, your
0: 80s role-playing games. Mario <laughs> no, Mario opens up this week. It does Wednesday, actually. Yeah, and that's going to yeah. be huge. And they did that. You know why? Because it's a good Friday. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know if they wanted to open Maybe they get in before the Easter weekend.
3: Well, you know jesus mario yeah it's a priority yeah, you, you know. do what you gotta do coming in second Shit. last week's top earning film john wick made another 28 million bucks which i heard is amazing so if you're into the john wick movies apparently this is the best one i've actually heard that i've heard wait that to from it. two yeah. people actually yeah yeah, yeah. We're gonna went see see it went all out <laughs> and he
4: kills more people than ever in this one Let's that's go. why they love it <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, it's just frivolous it's killing not, it's not for the
0: faint of heart that's for sure no no those like movies me are not. no you know what he did with the pencil gen
1: I know, 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 know. Gonna leave no, it at no, that. No. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> Okay,
4: okay. Shit. Stop it. Stop it. Stop <laughs> Sorry. it.
3: Sorry, it's gonna, gonna leave it at like that. It's like a practicing. fork
4: and the Godfather.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of the fork. Oh no. So. <laughs>
4: I think it was a knife,
0: actually. Oh, maybe. I think it was. Anyway, so I thought of you (laughs) with with this
4: story, Jim. Oh, dear. must be a shark, a plane, what, crashing? What is it? This time, it's the lottery. Oh But it's uh, two
0: things, because (laughs) I (laughs) got to tell you, I come across a lot lot of lottery stories, and I avoid them most of the time, because I don't want to incense you too much,
4: too much. Oh, you're so full of it. But this
0: one involves also what they thought was a prank call, because in New South Wales, Australia, a man answered the phone, thought it was a prank call. And he was shocked to learn that he actually won the prize of $66,000. They called him? They, they call, call you? I hey, think, what's wrong with Australia? I guess things are different in Australia because I thought of you. You will never take a call if you don't know you. You scream at him. You hang up on him. You curse him out. <laughs> and know. these people are trying to call you to tell you <laughs> you won the lottery. And you're cursing him out hanging up the phone.
3: Oh, now that went too. Good on you, mate. <laughs> $66,000. How about
0: that? So next time, Jen, someone calls you and tells you you won the lottery. Yeah. Maybe it's not from
4: Nigeria I gotta give him a couple hundred thousand and he'll send me the rest. I don't know
0: why they do that. they never do that here. They're not gonna call you if you won the lottery in, in the US right? No. Australia
4: does things differently. And again, mm. all their animals are trying to kill you, don't forget. They're
0: trying to kill you but the lottery's
3: trying to make sure you get your winnings. True it's pretty nice. yeah
4: well, I, all you got to do is watch that I think it's Netflix. Watch that crocodile show on Netflix, the guy from Australia. He picks up crocodiles that are like are bigger than houses. It's scary. That's nuts. I know, it is not. crazy. Oh,
3: good for the Australians. Well, there's rapid fire. <laughs> hey, uh, coming up next, we've got uh, the latest on the Trump indictment deal, the schedule when he's going to arrive, what the security's like in Manhattan for that. And then how about this? We were wondering when this was going to happen, and it's starting. What if federal judges stopped hiring law students from certain schools? Hmm. I saw starting. this and went, wow, that's a big move. It's, it's a huge move. All right, that and more coming up next. The Self-Loader Morning Show. Keep it here.
6: You see the preparations being laid out here for blocks around um, in terms of barriers, barrier trucks, uh, and increased enforcement that's only going to ratchet up in the days to come.
3: All right, that was security yesterday morning. (laughs) You can imagine now when Trump makes the announcement that, yeah, it's time, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm leaving Palm Beach International on Trump Force One today. He'll arrive tonight, and then the arraignment happens at about 2.15 tomorrow.
4: So what extra protection, other than his own secret service, does this president, former president, get walking into this courtroom, which is going to be just a massive press media mob scene? Oh, yeah. I mean – Oh, my gosh. They're pushing for it already. Everything is going to be there, all
3: of it. And he wants that. I mean, if if he never spoke again – and I hope this isn't the case with a gag order, but – Everything he's been telling people about for the past five years, it's, like, all laid out in front of him.
4: This is it. Let me ask you this. Does he stop on the courthouse steps? Oh, God. And give a little speech? That would cause a riot. I don't know. Walking in. Uh, No, I don't know. Wow, I'm just curious. You, you know, as it's wonderful
3: as, to see you all. My mugshot shirts will be on sale
4: <laughs> right after the event. As Joe Tacopina said to NBC, I, I, the the one thing I love about this guy is he's not afraid of a confrontation. Right. He's not afraid of a fight. He's not afraid to speak his own mind. And because they said, well, what is he going to say? And he goes, I don't know. It's going to be Trumpish, <laughs> whatever it is. It's great.
3: It's Trumpish. Why didn't we come up? Uh, we've been talking about him in this capacity for five years. We never came up with Trumpish. Trump-ish it's perfect. It's, How was it's, it's, the rally?
4: Well, it's very, very Trumpish. <laughs> uh, it is. So maybe you know that he takes. He's going to get fingerprinted. Okay, but he gets that. Is that before the courthouse? See, I don't know enough about the the whole judicial process. Doesn't he? Since he's already been charged, doesn't he go to the police station first and get the th- fingerprinted?
3: They don't want this guy in two buildings. It's tough enough to provide security for one. I think it's all done right there. Okay. And then uh, comes home, and then a big. <laughs> he said, "It'll be Trumpish." A, a, a worldwide <laughs> press event from Mar-a-Lago tonight. How about that?
4: I mean, tomorrow it's, night. It's going to be crazy. Man. Well, so that, you know, he did that for a number of reasons. Because a lot of people said, oh, he's going to get arrested and they're going to throw him in the Huskow in in New York. That proves he's not going to jail. You know, they got to let him out while they, while they, you know, get ready for a case or whatever. He's going to ask for it to be dismissed, Tecapina. That's what he's going to ask for first. And he's going to ask for a change of venue when they deny him that the charges be dropped. They're going to deny him that, and they're going to say, okay, we're going to wait for an appeal then. <laughs> so, this is going to go back and forth forever. Here's They'll what set a trial date for when?
5: Next what year?
3: Attorney Takapina said, what, they, what they're hoping it's going to be like.
5: Hopefully this will be painless and classy as possible for a situation like this. It's a day that, in my opinion, the rule of law in the United States has died. Wow.
4: This is Meek Mill's attorney, by the way. He was the one who got Meek Mill off. Yeah. We found that out earlier. I was <laughs> trying to figure out how Takapina became Trump's attorney. How do you become an attorney of somebody that big, you know?
1: I
3: I think you're actually beyond billable hours, aren't you? It's just one massive retainer.
4: Probably. you're Probably. It's going to cost you, you know, $10 million for me to sit down and even take your case talk wow. to you about it. So uh, it, it should be interesting. He's— uh, I, I like the guy. He's very outspoken, but so are a bunch of his other attorneys. Case in point, Michael Cohen, yeah, but which is why like a, he's there. He was like a cleaner-upper
3: kind of guy. He needed an idiot to do that. That's a, that's a different kind of thing. Taca in a whole different... In fact, he talked about this last week when this all went down. He goes, this means if it plays out this way, I could possibly get to cross-examine Mikey Cohen. I'm going to destroy this idiot. <laughs> was, I don't think he thinks too much of him.
4: Wow. Boy. Well, which gives you a great segue until your next story. I heard this this morning on the way in. Right. The judge that went to the conservative judge that went to Stanford University to give a speech at some at the law school. He got booed. He got attacked. And then who was it? The Superintendent of students, or the advisor to the students, somebody for the students came in and started yelling at the judge. You know, don't pick on our kids. Get out of here. We don't want you speaking. The uh, dean of diversity. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, dean of diversity. Yeah. So that judge parlayed that into you. I want an apology. I'm going to sue you. You invite me back. You invite all my cronies back. We're speaking at your university now. This comes out. Two federal judges. Will no longer hire clerks from Stanford Law
3: School. Wow. After that event, but it's been building up after that. I think that was like the tipping point. Saturday night announcement from circuit court judges James Ho and Elizabeth Branch. After And t- 12, I didn't know this, 12 other judges in October said they're not going to hire clerks from Yale Law School. Wow. Due to cancel culture there. How about that? <laughs> this is, by the way, uh, Judge Ho and Branch, they are from the 5th. District Court of Appeal, like in wow. Texas
4: area. Jeez.
3: I mean, that's at s- amazing. At some point, you got to look at these schools and say, okay, the, the blowback is real.
4: Yeah, when when a circuit court judge tells you they're not going to hire you anymore yeah. for a clerk <laughs> wow. because they're afraid of what you're going to do. That's well, it's big. like that story we just had in Rapid Fire that superintendent of Massachusetts Yeah. for the microaggression of calling two ladies on the school board ladies. What are you supposed to call them? You, my, you microaggressed me. Yeah, they said it was it was hateful, <laughs> derogatory speech. Uh, yeah. Okay, I, what are you supposed to call people then? I think we're this close to like just not communicating with anybody. Well, what? Okay. Just don't look at somebody. I, I'm I, I'm being absolutely serious. What are you supposed to call these women? I don't know. If Can you, you say friends? Say, Hello, friends. Is that what you do? Hello, friends. You I can't know. say women anymore. You can't say ladies. And it used to be rude to say hey you, yeah. but that's what we're down to.
1: <laughs> hey, yous. use tos. <laughs> Utes
3: over there. Good Lord. Hey, the mysterious 9 o'clock hour is coming up next. We've got a lottery update for you.
4: Money is building on the billboards, by the way. Yeah, but you forget. we only have Is it next? we got a guest that he's back after two weeks. Oh, good Lord. We forget about him. That's right. we got to go to Jay Ratliff. There's all
3: kinds of airline stories that have popped up. He's our aviation segment for Flight 850. We'll check in with him as well. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here.
1: It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL.
3: Jen, isn't it funny how often our aviation expert Jay Ratliff will like send us a little note earlier in the week about something that may be coming, and then sure enough, a couple of days later, here you go, because he sent us a note that the FAA may be asking airlines to cut their uh, schedules to New York to cut down a congestion. Here's the headline. Federal Aviation Administration urging airlines to cut their flights to and from New York airports. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that funny? He's like Kreskin. (laughs) He can see the future. More on that. Here he is.
1: Now boarding. It's Flight 850 with aviation expert Jay Radliff on News Talk 850. WFTL. Ladies and gentlemen, good luck.
3: First of all, Jay, good morning. Always nice to have you here. Nice to talk to you again. And secondly, I think we're all in consensus in this room anyway. Come on. This is just another way for the airlines to go, ooh,
4: now we've created more demand. Yes, let's pay. ask you to pay more for that <laughs> chintzy little seat. Isn't that the scene?
6: That's it, and thank you for the compliments. Bediener says, unless you bring your A game, don't show up. So I'm doing the best I can here.
3: Well, he so. says that to us, too. Don't listen yeah. to him. <laughs> and we're still here.
6: And he controls the volume, so he's obviously in charge here. He controls that, everything. Yeah, he does indeed. So the, the, the Federal Aviation Administration has gone to the airlines, I, I think, a little belatedly, but they, they've gone to the airlines that have a significant presence in the, the Northeast, Saying we have a shortage of air traffic controllers. Yeah. So as as a result, we'd like you to cut back 10% of your flights, especially out of Newark, LaGuardia, JFK, and Washington Reagan airports uh, for this summer because we're trying to, again, minimize the delays. And the laughter is exactly what would normally happen. You would have airline executives say, thank you very much. We'll see what we can do. They would leave the room or hang up the phone and laugh. There's no way they would cut willingly that much of their flights because when when you have a a flight cancellation of any kind, where you reduce your schedule all the bean counters see is the initial cut in revenue but the problem is and what airlines are looking at now is the fact that now wait a minute if the faa is is accurate here and we see more delays than normal during the busy summer travel season and some of our originating flights or flights during the morning are delayed significantly out of these airports and it creates a delay not only for that departure, but for the two, three, four flights after that. Then we could be seeing a, a kind of a ripple effect across the country that could cost us money on multiple flights. So as a result, we're seeing airlines seriously considering this, saying, "You know, we may we may need to do this." And that's a, that's a very forward thinking, and it's a lot like the same approach they take with a weather event yeah. when they see a hurricane coming or, or a snowstorm in certain parts of the country where they say, okay, we're going to have to make the necessary adjustments and then respond as quickly as we can afterwards. Now, the kicker is going to be, uh, what if they cut the flights And we still have the delays. So, you know, that's really what we're going to be looking at. But, you know, the fact that we are seeing this ongoing communication between the Federal Aviation Administration and the airlines and the other way where they're constantly looking at, okay, here's our current staffing. This is what we can do based on our normal, you know, people calling in sick and the normal staffing complement that we have, I like that. Because the the uh, Department of Transportation, the administration, the Federal Aviation Administration has told the airlines, look, you need to be on top of your game here. But then the FAA also recognizes we need to be on top of ours as well. And for them to come forward like this, this open air of communication, is the one thing that I think can actually work in our favor as, as a consumer. Now, if you're planning on flying this summer, and heaven help you if you've not bought your ticket yet. It, now's the time I would definitely jump on that because yeah. if they do look at canceling 10% of those flights from those airlines, you're going to see a reduction of seats, which means the fares that, or the seats that remain are going to be offered, obviously, at a higher price. So now's the time, even though they may seem like insanely high prices for the busy summer travel season. Uh, yeah, now's the time to act because if this continues to move in the direction it's pointed. Yeah, you're going to see even higher fares as a result. And I get emails from people saying, Jay, I don't want to pay this. I didn't pay this last year or the year before. We can't compare this year to the last two years. That's historically, you know, off the charts. Uh, right now we're just looking at the demand for travel, the reduction in flights, Right now, that's the going rate, and airlines aren't going to budge too much.
3: That's a huge story, though, of special relevance to South Florida, right. because so many people rely on those flights, especially over the summer, going to and from the Northeast, mm-hmm. especially New York.
4: New York, I so think, you're right. yeah, I think most it's the moved here, right? Yeah, you would have to book right now
3: if, <laughs> well, if they're even threatening
6: folks, that. Excuse me, a lot of those folks during the pandemic that would fly internationally rediscovered Florida. And now it's yeah. like, you know, we want to continue revisiting Florida. So uh, as a result, those habits are in place, and airlines are real reluctant to say, oh, gosh, you know, to cut 10% of our revenue is going to take a, a, a kind of a chunk out of our profits. Because remember, the profits they make during the summer many times carry them for the course of the year. Yeah, they've got some, some you know, fourth quarter pockets uh, of some high volume in the week of Thanksgiving in the last half of December, and, of course, the first of the year during spring break. But the summer is three solid months of packed flights, super revenue, higher fares. Airlines just pray for good weather, everybody to show up and no technical issues so they can make as much money as they can. So, it I mean, it's all hands on deck for this summer. And I've talked to pilots and I've talked to frequent uh, flyers who are saying, Jay, this summer, <laughs> Buckle up. I mean, it's just going to be, it's going to be a reality show on how crazy this summer could be. And it might. Uh, and that's why I hope everybody's got the TSA pre-check so they get through the, the shorter lines. They show up when they're supposed to, two hours before departure and do all the things that we can humanly do to try to, you know, increase our chances of, of success. Because uh, my wife and I were flying out of the Orlando airport uh, this past weekend and the, the lines were nuts because of the number of people that were flying on a Saturday evening. Normally, Saturdays are eh, a bit off with regards to travel numbers, unless it's early in the morning. We're seeing higher numbers across the country, and that's going to continue. Wow. Well, my
4: brother was one of those people on the same airplane, probably going to Rhode Island because he was here in Orlando as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. But uh, to learn everything about what uh, Jay just said, and uh, do we have time for one more story? Oh, we do. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, this no-fly list for unruly passengers. Yes. Don't they already have one of these, like, among the airlines? Like, we always, you know, that's usually what we're talking about. Somebody goes crazy on a flight, United bans them. Don't all the other airlines follow suit, so there's already kind of a list?
6: Nope. The only list that the airlines <laughs> oh. have. Well, well, first of all, we've got the, well, Jen's not a frequent flyer, so I, I, forgive her for that. But She's remember, a never flyer. It, it, there, there's a, <laughs> exactly, train or nothing. The uh, the TSA has their their terror watch list, the no-fly list. So that's in in place and kind of slide that to the side. What they're talking about is when somebody acts up on a JetBlue flight and they assault a passenger or they assault uh, a uniform crew member, that's a serious situation. There's going to be legal action that follows. The problem is they're only banned on flying JetBlue. All the other airlines still allow that individual to fly. So what members of Congress and the Senate are doing are saying, time out here. This is not right. If somebody assaults a passenger or one of the crew members on a on an airline, they should be banned from flying all the airlines uh, for a period of time. Now, I don't know that it should be for life, but you know, at least for three years, five years, ten years, something where there's some consequences for doing this because – You know, I'm not one of these people that are going to look back and say, now look, over the last three years, here's been the number of unruly passengers. Again, that historical data we need to kind of put a big asterisk next to because a lot of that was the mask mandate where there were a lot of onboard issues because of that. After that was lifted last uh, April or whatever it was, uh, we're still seeing some incidents. It's not a record number, but some of these have turned violent, and we're not doing anything to prevent those individuals from flying on other airplanes. That's why, for me... If somebody acts up on a flight where they assault someone, there's no way on God's green earth they should be allowed, if convicted, of what they did to fly on any other airline for a period of time. We've got to protect passengers and especially our flight crews, and right now we're simply not doing that. Interesting.
4: Interesting. I never knew such a list didn't exist. I know. That's no. kind of scary. It's amazing it's come this far, yeah. but
3: it also speaks to how people
4: are behaving these days. It's just nuts. It I, I get
3: it. Like you said, you know, the past couple of years of the pandemic, people were freaked out anyway. Everyone was stressed out, but it's just undeniable because you also see it in actual airport terminals. People acting like this too. A lot
6: of it's alcohol related, and I still see see people snapping their fingers at flight attendants. I still want to smack them upside the head with their iPads (laughs) and tell them that these individuals are emergency evacuation specialists designed to save your butt in an emergency. So give them the respect they deserve. They're not here to serve you drinks, so stop treating them like that. These are. I would love to put those people into flight attendant training for like a week, and then when they then when they like collapsed and started crying after day two and three because how tough (laughs) it is, they would get a much different uh, idea of of how good these people are. If they find a bomb on an airplane that's going to go off in seven minutes, you don't land the airplane. You can't throw it out the window. They know where to put the bomb, what to do, so that when it does detonate, uh, there's a very good chance that the structural integrity of the aircraft is going to remain intact, which gives the flight crew a fighting chance to land that crippled airplane safely. They save people's lives, and we need to treat them a heck of a lot better than we do.
3: Let's hope here, so. we're anyway. here. Let's hope anyway. All right. I bet
6: Jen's ready to jump on an airplane now after all that bomb talk.
3: Yeah, It's
4: ready to jump out this window. I think California in about a month. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know. All right. For well, we've only just begun. Really, I think the whole uh, in, in, from from now spring break through Labor Day, this is the real start uh, of the summer flying season. So it's going to get. It is
6: now. Keep in, gonna, in mind, May is a historically right. slow travel month. Yeah. So once we get through about uh, the middle part of April, towards the end things slow down through through May, which is a great time to fly by the way, because airlines give us some really nice discounts. Once you hit Labor Day through or Memorial Day through Labor Day, that's when things are packed. that's when everything, hotels, airlines, car rentals are through the roof. May and September, very, very good months to travel when Sherry and I are trying to save some money. We've got a flexible schedule. those are the months we'll take to the skies.
3: Well, it's going to get hot and heavy from here on out for all the day trade fun stuff right there. Uh, 850-WFTL.com on the Morning Show blog. That's uh, f- uh, for Flight 850 and com. when you got to make some money with Jay.
6: We've already done it this morning. Grab one stock for eight minutes, made to between 10 and 19% depending on where the students sold. But, yeah, they're, they're, they're paying attention. So as their teacher, I'm in a pretty good mood so far. We wow. lead up to your,
3: talking to you every week. We're losing money, and you're making money making before money, we yeah. talk to you. Nice. You just want to depress well, us. I just,
6: <laughs> say, you just, you people, people flip you know, garage sale items. They flip houses. They flip right. cars. I just prefer to flip stocks because you can do it for, like, you know, eight or ten minutes, 20 minutes at a time. Make your five or ten percent. and. You know, call it a day after 30 minutes. Sounds good to me.
3: All right, buddy. We'll, we'll talk Thanks. to you uh, in a week.
6: <laughs> I cannot wait. Have right. a great day, my friend. Thanks, you Jay. Too.
3: Take care. Hey, coming up next. Well, if you had this on your dance card, your bingo card. What? Smarter than I am. Bud Light using a trans influencer on their uh, new marketing campaign.
4: You know, I was against it at first, but I, I see Bud Light's way, and I think it was brilliant.
3: And I don't think it's going to keep anybody away from changing their beer nah. brands. I really don't. Nah. But we'll find out. We'll tell you who, too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. <music> New stock 850, the South Florida Morning Show. Thanks for hanging out. Welcome to Monday. Hope you had a nice weekend. There's Jen. There's Diener. I'm Bill. If you're looking to be
4: an overnight millionaire, you got a lot of opportunities this week. These lotteries are growing. You know, it's funny because I was in Publix yesterday, and that's the first thing I check is, let me go check my lottery tickets. Now they've moved all the little scanners away from like where you buy them, and right next <laughs> to it's the trash can. It was too much of a line. I had four, I won four bucks yesterday, and you might have thought I won the lottery with the Powerball. That's a great feeling. It is uh, Powerball tonight's what? One hundred eighty-nine million. Is yeah. that what it's up to? And then
3: fifty-nine, uh, I think.
4: And then Mega Millions for tomorrow night's three hundred eighty-five million. So. That seems to be growing not very quickly. Wasn't yeah. it just like $350 million last week? Well, everybody was betting online sports betting for
3: oh, the tournament. Okay. So,
4: you know, you can only bet so many different places, Jen. You I know. get you. Okay. So go buy a so ticket. Yeah, you're and... betting on the lottery. We'll go back to our normal way. <laughs> are, you, are you buying a ticket since it meets your parameters? I don't know. If I'm at Publix. If I remember. I never remember anymore. I know. It's terrible. I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah. And you know what the killer is, too, though? You go back. I'll go back because I forget to check them. And I'll have 15, 20 tickets in my wallet. And I realize each one of those tickets is five bucks. And it's like, look at all the money you wasted. <laughs> I know. It's like so depressing. And then I win four bucks and it's like I'm doing a jig and the publics going, this is the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> four bucks. Woo.
3: Here's something you could check out on the morning show blog, 850wftl.com, as well as the mobile app. Uh, it's where a morning show blog is, both of those places. Here's some of the reactions so far. Are you ready? Okay. Who the. Blank uh, told Bud Light it was a good idea to make a grown man who dresses like a girl their new spokesperson. Okay. This is the weirdest campaign I've ever seen. hmm um, Is this an April Fool's joke? Ooh. Uh, here's another one. Message to conservative families from Bud Light seems to be, we're celebrating something we shouldn't. They're talking about a new ad campaign that has caught the world by fire, but I think you, I think you and I are on the same page on this. It doesn't matter what you feel about the trans issue. We're not talking about that. I'm just fascinated by the ad campaign of what they've done.
4: Well, the ad campaign took uh, Dylan Mulvaney, uh, who will tell you here she's celebrating, what, a year of her transformation, uh, and put her on a Bud Light can. <laughs> I And everyone goes, why would you put a trans activist on the, on the cover of a Bud Light can? Who, by the way, in the same week signed a deal with Kate Spade. Very smart business person. Yeah, she, she's making a fortune these days. Good for her. But she has more than... Between TikTok, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, wherever she is, can be seen more than 10.9 million followers. That's why Bud Light did it.
3: That's why they did it. Here's some of the other Twitter responses. Might genuinely be the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I love Bud Light. I'll be moving along to Coors. No, you won't. Go woke. Go broke. Good luck, Bud Light. See, that's a good point. I think that's unlike like a product you buy, right? Uh, some of the wool companies whatever or a store you would normally go to a bud pre- a, a beer preference is a weird lifestyle
4: thing people don't move off it they really don't no it's it's similar to you know uh, like I'll go to the store and I always buy I can't believe it's not butter olive oil don't buy me the other one
3: I can't believe it's not butter you know I just the, give me the olive
4: oil one why I don't yeah i remember so <laughs> and my kids are like why do you always buy the same thing all the time I, say, I don't know it's just it's something i do i buy campbell soup you know it's just something i do it's I buy a certain cereal. It's just the way I live, and that's how beer is. My father drank Bud and Heineken. Yeah, exactly. His whole life. He died when he was ninety-eight years old. <laughs> Come on, which speaks to Bud and Heineken. Yeah, so it's it's like he didn't switch. It's tough to, because there's a
3: lot. This is why I think there's such a backlash to it. A lot of people identify by their bud their their beer choice. They do. Okay, Makes I don't sense. think that, I have one brother. You would never drink anything but Bud Heavy. The other one. Bud Light, his entire life, and has drunk hundreds of thousands
4: of cans. Oh, really? Only cans, too. But would he stop drinking because of this?
3: No. Here's, and I think He's this. He's going to complain. That's what's going to happen. It, 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 it.
4: It's a big blowback. It's big
3: pushback. People complain for a while, then all of a sudden it goes goes away. And I don't. I think very few people are going to switch brands over I this. Think, I do.
4: I think Dylan Mulvaney's run as the Bud Light spokesperson has come and gone. Done. They they released it. It's over with. I don't think it's going to be like a year long campaign. Do you? No. I think it's just a one shot deal. And, you know, maybe she'll come back later. I don't know.
3: But all, all that being said, what we just outlined. No. <laughs> it's still a weird
2: presentation.
4: It's it very strange. Yeah. With
3: this brand and this spokesperson. True. It's, uh, well, here it is. And we got this on the morning show blog, too
2: this month i celebrated my day 365 of womanhood and bud light sent me possibly the best gift ever a can with my face on it check out my instagram story to see how you can enjoy march madness with bud light and maybe win some money too love you yeah.
4: oh, love you I- <laughs> come on it's funny uh, uh by the way the campaign is a fifteen thousand dollar prize so i don't know what the campaign is but that's what she's promoting is this fifteen thousand dollar prize uh, it's, it's, people are going to complain. The funny part about it is, she said, Bud asked me to do this commercial for them about March Madness. I thought it was just a bunch of us going crazy. <laughs> Apparently, it's some sport. I don't even know which one. And I'm thinking that line probably incensed more beer drinkers than anything else. So you don't know what sport they're talking about.
3: Here's the, here's the pert example. Most Joe six packs got their 18, 24 pack, whatever, already, not knowing that, that she was going to be on the cans, right? Right. You're already six deep into the, into the case, right? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Throw out the rest? No, you're not going to do it. I know very few people, even the ones that would be outraged by this, that are going to do that.
4: Well, number one, too, you're talking about a crowd, if, if I can envision this crowd. They take their beer very seriously, but they also don't have a lot of money where they can throw stuff away. So you're not going to go throw a case away because you don't like who's on the can. You put your hand over the can.
5: <laughs> and you hide the face
4: if that's the case, and then you're gonna you're gonna drink your beer. No one's switching beer. Bud Light d- did a brilliant thing. I think I uh, no maybe. one's gonna switch beer, and I don't think the backlash is gonna last more than 24 hours. I'd still say it's risky, though. It, it's yeah, you're right.
3: It, it's one of the riskiest spokespeople you put on a traditional product I've ever seen. I think it is gonna work, like you're saying. It's still a risk.
4: Hmm. You don't think? Well, I can't think they didn't do some like advanced, you know, research on this before they just stuck her face on a can. They think it's going to die down here pretty soon. But you want to
1: talk
3: about. So you said it's also a, a Kate Spade endorsement? Right. Oh, she had a beautiful like Robin Ed, Egg blue suit on. I mean, a beautiful suit. You know what this person is getting for a speaking appearance? Mm-mm. Take one wild guess shot in the dark. Each time, show up, talk for 45 20, minutes and leave. 25,000? Yep. University of Pittsburgh paid Dylan Mulvaney 26250
4: bucks this month. Holy cow. This wasn't amazing. That was a wild guess, by the and, way. I had no idea. And then she
3: can detransition and make a whole new slew of money. You Holy get 10 more,
4: 10 more Instagram followers. <laughs> well, and that's how she became popular was when, you know, she was a guy. She Every day she did a video about what she did to become a woman. Wow. On TikTok, and that's how she picked up. I think it was like five and a half million viewers on TikTok, which made her a TikTok sensation. And then, of course, that carried over to all the other social media platforms. So, anyway, what a business move! Bud Light partner now. Wow. Well, we'll see how that goes. Wow. Here we go. Rapid
3: fire coming up again. Third time today. We'll go around the room with some stories, stuff you need to know. And Jen will have the first one coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here.
1: Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL.
3: What's going on that you care about? We'll go around the room and find out.
4: Jen's got the first one. What's up? Third shelf of my refrigerator, right-hand side, right front and center. Big container of chocolate chip cookie dough. Yeah. How many of you never get to cook the cookies that you buy, like either in the roll or in one of those you know big the, containers? The square pack
0: the things, square yeah, that I'll, are pre cut Oh, they're so good. I'll oh. at least go through... Two of those, what's in of 10? Yeah. Yeah. Easily. I can't tell you how many times Kristen says, Oh, don't forget to pick up the cookie dough. <laughs> Which one makes it? The square <laughs> ones. Okay, cool. We're going to have cookies. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not because we eat all the cookie dough. Uh,
4: well, according to the CDC, oh. stop eating raw cookie dough. Oh, come on. What? Salmonella outbreak. 12 people have already gotten sick. Oh, there it is. Health officials wow. believe the number is going to be much higher. I don't know if it's. They say all the cases are from December through mid-February. Do we know the brand? No. Just said at least six patients say they ate raw dough or batter just before their symptoms began.
3: I'm a big Toll House guy. Toll House Those is the ones good. we get. I like yeah. the chocolate yeah. chip
4: lovers ones. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh! You know what it <laughs> must be
3: then, right? Is
4: the all the egg in it? No. Same flour. Right. Oh, It's the really? flour. Oh, yep.
1: really? They say all the egg. products is the flour. Huh.
4: I don't know. I'm just saying what the CDC says. And you know what? I got this <laughs> for you. I'm going to go home and buy some saying, now. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, now
0: it's CDC. top of mind. See, this is one giant
4: marketing <laughs> campaign, I tell you.
0: I gonna and, say, I'm going to tell Kristen about this. Hey, you know, the story about salmonella. Oh, okay, cool. Pick me up some more when you go to yeah. the yeah, When <laughs> you go to get those
4: Toll House, I love chocolate chip yeah. cookies. She's oh. going to say, oh yeah, that's right. Put that in the list.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I
3: just told you a... salmonella, right. it's so good. Well, this is uh, the biggest story of the day because it was confirmed. They knew that they were shooting for Tuesday for an arraignment day for President Trump, and he confirmed it on Truth Social. He will be here's here's a little rundown of the schedule. He's okay. going to be leaving PBIA on air Trump Force One today, heading up to New York. It'll be about a noonish leave time. Heads to New York, spends the day and the night there at uh, uh, Trump Tower. Then at about 11, he goes to the main courthouse. Right. That's Which, where all the processing starts. I
0: guess we found that I didn't know. Maybe you guys knew, but it's the Supreme Court of New York ah, Yeah, where he's going. I thought
4: it was the circuit court right. myself. I was wrong.
0: So then a c- couple
3: hours later, a few hours later, at about 2.15, the arraignment is supposed to actually start. Do you think they'll so, play with the time at all to throw the, the, the throngs of followers off? No.
4: But the question is, 11, 12, 1, 2, that's like three hours. I know. It's going to take him that long to take his picture and fingerprint him?
0: I know, really. It's just gonna be sitting around for a while. Is they gonna like a jury room where it's gonna have you sit there and watch a movie until you get called?
3: Well, <laughs> I think that was a special favor, guys. He asked a little bit of time so he can get the pr- the the proof, the original of the mugshot. <laughs> That's what it is.
4: And send it out to his printer. He's gonna send it to Giuliani. Rudy, print these up. Rudy, Rudy. And as he's leaving the courthouse, he'll be throwing them out of a. One of those little guns, you know, shirt guns. Oh, yeah, he's got the cannon.
0: Trump's going to come out of the courthouse <laughs> with a shirt cannon. There
3: fans.
1: Boom. <laughs> oh and it, I don't know if it'll
0: be on the courthouse steps
3: afterwards, but he's got uh, some sort of a big announcement to make and kind of debrief about it
0: at Mar-a-Lago tomorrow night. That'll be eight-ish. That is going to be wild. That's a busy day. So, Well, busy couple of days. So he's flying out tomorrow morning. Yep. And then he's going to come back and do the... Press conference, speech, whatever, yep. tomorrow night. So Come back right and back. forth. Wow. And at, at the, the end, end of that, of-
3: he's going to say, and for the low, low campaign donation of 1995, you can get this beautiful, <laughs> double-sided, full-cotton, Trump arraignment mugshot <laughs> t-shirt.
0: Low,
4: low price. God bless That's America. That's funny. <laughs> do they make him take off his tie and everything when they take his mug shot? I, I don't, don't know. know. they usually do that? Oh, I don't know. No, I, I don't think so. Uh. I know, and I've never had a mug shot taken. It is going to be. interesting. Have you though. ever had a mugshot taken? Yeah. I think they just take it in whatever you're wearing. Yeah, I have. I've never had it, so it's going to be interesting. Boy, uh, does this mean his
0: out- is,
3: his mugshot is going to be like on the post office of every New York man? It might had be wanted. Wanted.
4: <laughs> I think it's <laughs> <that's laughs> the FBI's most wanted list. Only makes like the post a, office. No, like
0: an old Billy the Kid poster. <laughs> They're
3: going to have an old fashioned meme like the. Remember the Frank Sinatra mugshot. Oh
4: god, Yes, yeah, exactly right. Johnny Cash Johnny mugshot. Yep. The MLK mugshot. Right.
3: they're yeah. gonna put they're to put Trump on the last one. It'll be that'll be a poster.
0: Telling you. You're it's
1: gonna right.
3: sell
0: like hotcakes. Yep. Well, this what this this wasn't good. Uh, we were talking last week about the tornadoes that were supposed to come. We've mentioned on Tuesday, I think it was actually during Rapid Fire that we mentioned on Tuesday, hey, you know, we're seeing reports, meteorologists are talking about these tornadoes, they're supposed to build up and maybe hit multiple states. They weren't wrong. That was brutal. I mean, over thirty people died in oh, b- horrible d- tornadoes from, you know, what Iowa, Illinois was where that they had that roof collapse at the the nightclub. Arkansas. As Arkansas. Little Rock got, you know, really damaged. In Missouri and just I mean everywhere. It was insane. Mississippi and Georgia, Alabama. The yeah, one light in-
4: came up and they looked at the damage. It was worse than
3: anybody oh thought. Gosh. The
4: one in Little Rock was a mile wide. Yeah. Hundred and sixty mile an hour winds, and I think they said it went like sixty something miles.
0: I mean they had That's
4: crazy
0: EF threes, EF fours. I don't think they had any fives, but these were just massive, powerful tornadoes with an outbreak over multiple states. And they warned it. I mean, we even talked about it on Tuesday. And I don't understand why, like, with that, you know, roof collapse in Illinois. It's like, you were heard about this all week. Maybe you should have rescheduled that concert, knowing that these storms are coming. I mean, one person died in that.
4: But, you know, the the whole thing with the tornado is, it could take your house and your neighbors across the streets fine. There's no prediction as to where exactly they're going to go. You're right, though, because it's funny. So many
3: resorts now, and I know this is a different area of the country, but so many resorts, what are the Orlando ones with the lightning horns go off? Right, yeah. They'll right. clear people out of a pool if there's lightning within like 25 miles. Yeah. So I'm surprised
0: s- that they're so risky with that kind of stuff. And in that area of the country, it's a little, maybe they're just used to it. I don't know. I guess. I mean, the forecast was out. Gosh, they were, whew, it was worse than we thought it was going to be. Oh, it was brutal. really bad. Oh, pray for those people. Yeah, really. Hopefully that's, I know it's the season's just
4: starting, but hopefully it doesn't get much worse than that. Wow. You guys get participation trophies? No. Did your kids get participation trophies? I wouldn't let them. No. I'm all for this. Because I believe that participation trophies were the beginning of the decline of this country. (laughs) Three politicians in North Carolina have introduced a bill to ban participation trophies in youth sporting events and any event in North Carolina sponsored by state or local governments. That's funny.
3: Great idea. We're all against them, right? But here's what happens. If it comes from a bill... Then there's just going to be a backlash, and then a protest, and the stop hurting the children. Right, it'll happen there. Just it should be up already to, It should be up to the local leagues to just get rid of them without some sort of legislate. You can't legislate behavior. Can't do it. True. right.
4: Already they're saying the mothers are saying, but these are six and seven year olds. You're going to hurt their feelings. They're sensitive. So I goes. had news for you. When I played softball when I was a little kid, we didn't win. You didn't get a trophy. No, oh, and, we, and you shouldn't. When, no. you, when I rode a horse, you didn't, didn't. If you knocked over a fence, you didn't go home with a ribbon. I'm telling no. you, that's just the way it is.
3: That's what's supposed to inspire you to get better instead right. of mediocrity. Practice more.
4: Mm-hmm. That's
3: yeah. the way it's supposed
0: to go. That's uh, not. Yeah. Well, ocean.
4: anyway, we'll see what happens.
3: Yeah, North Carolina. Okay. Today's is very special anniversary. It what? is 550 years since the first mobile phone call was made. 50. April 3rd, 1973. And you know what was said on that call? Hello, honey. I'd like to talk to you about your extended warranty. No, no. No.
4: Just (laughs) just kidding. Hello, honey. I need milk at the store. Could you stop, please?
3: Well, now, flash forward. Uh, 72% of the new study of people could not imagine going more than a weekend without their mobile phone. 72%. This thing's growing every year. Yeah, you're right.
0: It has grown every year. It's the electronic leash. I mean, the last time I went more than one day without my phone was... I remember exactly when it was. It was 11 years ago when we were at a sandals <laughs> resort in the Bahamas, and I used my phone for a couple of days. And you were like, uh... Yeah, exactly. It was. You know what, though? It's freeing.
3: Yeah, but you know what? All those things are gone. It, it's gone. The last refuge were cruises.
0: Yeah. And, and they all have Wi-Fi now, and yeah, a lot right. of them include
3: it in the package. It's, that's it. They, they can find you anywhere
0: your external brain oh man got the phone that's not that terrible Uh, you're right though it grows every year yep that
4: statistic i got news for you it's worse with kids it's it's how my granddaughter gets punished yeah no more time on the ipad oh yeah oh Oh, i know they freak out it's like oh my god you're taking away a leg
3: sure same it's horrible
4: coley showed me uh this is more of a visual kind of
3: thing but i'll try to describe it so what's the you say you're trying to mouth to somebody through a window give me a call what would we do yeah, Pink, you know like pinky this. Pinky and thumb, right? right. Like this to your call, ear, right? right? You know what? To- you know what? Uh, toddlers do now. Try this with Nora. What? Say, hey, make me call. What's your What's your thing? They put up your flat hand. They put it to the side of their face. Oh, what's that's that funny. The shape of a smartphone. Oh, I changed. Oh, Isn't that nice. wild?
0: Huh? Wow. That's how
3: they see it. Now that made me feel old. Yeah, I never thought about and that. They just put their hand to the side of the face. Sure, you know it's what? always the thumb to the there ear and the pinky to the mouth. That's our thing. Yeah, but they're. You are old, just, just so you know. is that wild, though?
4: <laughs> yeah. I never would have thought of it. I w- d- never thought it was a thing, but it is. Wow, got to try that, too. They even say, call me, and usually text. <laughs> yeah, they don't right. even talk anymore. No, they're like, what's a phone? <laughs> and then they sit there, they open up their phones. My kids, they, they text so fast, and they don't look. No, it's it's intuitive. It's, it's <laughs> like, it's like how do you know what you're sending? And they just look at you like, yeah, what, you get got three heads? What's wrong with you? You can't do this, too? Oh, I take 10 minutes to just send, like, five words. <laughs> I'm horrible. <laughs>
3: I get it. I know, and I'm like... My my index finger is like
4: a stylus. <laughs> this is poking. I do. I'm a hunting picker. You know when you open it up and it like divides the keyboard? I can't understand. I can't understand. It's like, where the hell are the keys? What happened?
0: It's like a nightmare. Well, the world is changing, Jen. Oh, Not no. only in that way, but in the sports world. I've talked about this earlier. What? And now it's official. It's done, huh? This is a huge... Whatever you think about wrestling doesn't matter for this. This is a huge sports business story. Vince McMahon has sold WWE for 9.3 billion oh dollars to the Endeavor Group which is the parent company of UFC and who's who's the head of the Endeavor Group? Who? Ari Emanuel. You may you may not know the name unless you hear it as Ari Gold, the character oh no. from Entourage. Oh my Entourage. god. Entourage. <laughs> Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> he's the character-based really? Ari Gold off of Ari Emanuel and he's also Rob Emanuel's brother. Which I didn't know. Remember from the Obama uh, administration? Is? Yeah. Oh I, mean, I had no idea. I uh... never knew that. So I mean you talk about a powerful family. The Chicago Emanuel's Yeah. Wow. I didn't like that. So Ari Emanuel from the Endeavour Group owns UFC and now also owns the WWE for a merger of a twenty one billion dollar company now.
4: So do they have the biggest UFC champion
0: take on the biggest WWE champion? The crossover possibilities from this are absolutely endless. It's it's going to be huge. Sports entertainment, as we know it, just changed this morning.
4: Okay, so who would you put your money on? The... the MME guy or the WWE MMA. MMA, whatever. It depends what the
0: script writers want, Jen. <laughs> I don't
4: know. Oh no,
3: no more script writers. Now you're gonna have to make it real, Diener. Oh no! These are gonna be real fights fighting. now. Real, no predetermined stuff. Oh no! And it goes right along with the sports betting story. Yeah, now you can
0: bet on matches. That's right. <laughs> yeah.
4: Okay, if you know the outcome, why watch?
0: You don't know the outcome. That's the thing. You don't know how yeah, the match you know it's fixed. Well, Only the participants do. Well, I yeah, mean, but that's you right. know it's fixed. Sure. So it's a TV show. It's a TV show, it's a sports entertainment. That's
4: how it is. Mm. Not anymore. Uh, no, I think the yeah, I think the MMA fighters are going to say, "Heck with that crap," and they're going to kick the crap uh, out of the WWE. I, I
3: know because we're looking at it. We know what the wrestling audience thinks about this; they love it. I want to see what the UFC. I know. I'm curious. Uh, fans, yeah. the hardcore fans, think of it. That would be interesting. Interesting. Think,
0: they probably like it too because it'll make it bigger, right? I I would think so, but I can tell you already. Vince McMahon, by the way, in case you're wondering, he stays as the yeah, vice chair of WWE, so he's still going to be involved. Um, and so they're really not changing much at the top of WWE. It's just a parent company who owns its stock to options and all that. But Conor McGregor has already come out and said, oh, posted a picture of himself holding the WWE title and the UFC title and said, <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> inevitable. So the trash talk has begun. Oh yeah, God. with
4: him, I could understand. And you want to fight him? No. You can only imagine. Wow.
3: All right, we got uh, the kitchen drawer segment, stuff we didn't get to yet coming up next, including uh, some of the best pranks from companies over the weekend.
4: Yeah, one of them is real. I thought it was a prank. I got fooled,
3: too, I know. And uh, a story to drive Jen crazy.
4: What now?
3: I won't give you the end price, but the lady bought the Cartier purse for a buck. A Cartier purse? What? Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. 2stock850wftl it's the upload of morning show and a monday hope you had a nice weekend there's uh Jen there's Dean or a bill or oh, forget about the morning show blog850wftl.com and on the app Got to get the mobile app that's the move we always tell you yeah everything's there what what did we put up on the blog i forgot <laughs> well we had the bud light new spokesperson oh that's right okay which is an interesting move and we're to get more reaction to that now generally out in twitter some of the reaction to that has been you know, the initial backlash and the blowback to it.
5: Yeah. I don't know. I'm I starting to,
3: you're starting to convince me, though. this Bud Light did this
4: for a reason. Well, Bud Light has a very pigeonholed audience. Very. You know? Very. I, and, you're right. And, and I'm, I'm not picking on them by any stretch of the matter. I mean, I know a lot of people who drink Bud Light. But it's not going to stop them from drinking Bud Light. It's just that. if It's like, do you drink Coke or do you drink Pepsi? Yeah. If you drink Diet Coke, you drink Diet Coke. You're not switching to Diet Pepsi. I don't care who you put on the bottle, on the can, on the cover, on whatever. It's not going to stop you from drinking it. So what this does is it takes all of Dylan's followers, 10.5 million of them, and introduces them to Bud Light because maybe some of them are Bud Light drinkers already, but the odds are they're not. The thing
3: with boycotts, too, is a little bit different, especially with lifestyle stuff. Everybody says they're going to stop
4: and switch and go to Coors and go to Miller and... They don't, and
3: they usually don't. No, that's the thing. I don't know. We'll see what happens with it down the road.
4: I don't think. I don't think it's going to make a difference. Yeah, I don't know. I think the big difference was that she signed a deal with Kate Spade the same week, and I'm thinking, Dylan Mulvaney, you're doing well.
3: Yeah, a lot of money.
4: A lot of money. Good. For what her. a
3: business move. All right, I saved this to drive you crazy.
4: Why? It's not a lottery thing. Don't worry. Okay. Woman in North Carolina recently bought a vintage Cartier purse for a buck. Okay, who put this who put the Cartier purse on a, a line for exactly, a buck? Exactly
3: they right. They
4: should be fired.
3: You can imagine how much money she sold at an auction last month for 9,450 oh, bucks. On. No. Isn't that incredible. <laughs> I hope the person that sold it for the buck finds out. I really do. Oh my God. This is kind of like those
4: antique roadshow shows.
3: Right. I always feel good for people. They have like a lamp they've held onto for years and it's like, no, oh, I took it back with from Vietnam and they that's worth eighty thousand yeah, dollars.
4: Well, look at that. We had that story last week. But it always seems to be a house in England. Remember the family? <laughs> the family was getting the house appraised because they wanted to right. sell it. They wanted, to, and, and the appraiser walks into a room, turns around, and goes, "Oh my God, you have an original blah <laughs> blah blah." And they're like, "That thing's been in the family for fifty years, sixty years. It's a piece of crap. It's a copy. It's wasn't been a si- copy sitting there forever. It was worth millions and millions of dollars." I'm like, you know, yeah, that stuff doesn't happen. There's so many stories like that though. Incredible, really, they, you're right. It's, it's pretty incredible. All right, <clears throat>
3: we're not big fans of uh, April Fool's no, Day, except never. when it's passed and we're safe already. Okay, what are we safe from? Well, a lot of corporate <laughs> ones turned out to be pretty good. In Australia, McDonald's teased a new sandwich called the McFry. It's a quarter pounder with french fries stuffed inside. Oh my God, it sounds wonderful. I bet you people loved it. They loved it! People are going all over social media, going, "We love this! We love keep." Oh my God, I can't wait to get! And then they were more disappointed when they found out it was fake.
4: Oh, you know what this was? This might have been a brilliant test market for McDonald's Australia. Could very well be in UK McDonald's. Yeah, did McNugget boots? <laughs> they did little McNuggets in the shape of a boot. I'm thinking you should have done that in Italy. Right, not so, in the UK. See, no one was going to believe that one, but the McFry wow. is believable. So true. Did you see what the Columbus, Ohio Public Library did? Mm -mm. They were debuting a large boat filled with books that would go up and down the river.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's another thing
4: they should do. You could just, you know, grab a book. It's the boat barge. How do you (laughs) like that? It's the book barge. I love it. I think it was great. Here's
3: some other ones. Let's see. Uh, Panera. They tried to convince people that they're uh, releasing a bread bowl hot tub. <laughs> oh my god. If it was filled with french onion soup, I'd jump oh, in it.
4: Oh, I don't know about that, but that's funny. That's really funny.
3: Uh, Gas Buddy? We've yeah? actually followed that app. Remember when we're following the gas prices? Gas Buddy jokes they're coming out with a new signature fragrance called Pump Number 5.
4: Oh. <laughs> I like this one. You can lick a package of frozen broccoli florets to taste them before you buy them.
1: <laughs> it's like snozberries.
4: That's disgusting.
3: <laughs> Ah. Eiffel, Eiffel Tower, hopefully you didn't fall for it. They're not
4: installing a world's tallest slide. Oh, my God. And I thought of you because – did you go to Zion National Park? Did you go there? We did go to Zion. Okay. Yeah, I, re- I remember one. you talking about national parks. Apparently, they were invaded by giant squirrels. Yeah. And people believe that they were taking pictures, and they blew up these squirrels to be like <laughs> the size of a baby elephant. <laughs> and people are like, oh, my God, the squirrels are taking over. What is not a April F- Fool's joke? Culver's just unveiled a peanut butter and jelly cheeseburger. What is Culvers? You know have happened like here? It's like a fast food. Yeah, it's it's and they got the don't even get me going. I got a story about Culvers.
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> yes.
4: It wasn't my fault. It was somebody else's. Anyway, I'm banned. I can't go. Anyway, we're out of here. We'll be back tomorrow morning at six o'clock. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.